everyone, and welcome to episode number 26 of the Spoiler Cast. I'm your host, Dan Zarzicki, and I'm joined here by Tristan Atherin Hess. Going handheld tonight. And Patrick Knight. Destiny is love. Destiny is life. <laughs> Open your wallet to destiny. If you haven't figured it out, guys, this is a very special episode of the Spoiler Cast. We're covering the much-anticipated game... Grand Des- Theft Auto V. Grand Theft Auto V, no. Uh, we're covering <laughs> the much-anticipated Destiny from Bungie and Activision and released for just about every game console imaginable. Except PC. Except PC. Take that, um, Master Race. <laughs> for those of you who aren't aware, the Spoiler Cast is your weekly look at the latest and greatest in gaming news, what we've been playing... And at the end of the episode... The, the end, end of, of the episode, episode... We're still doing that, huh? Uh-huh. We spoil a game for you, discuss it in depth. This is designed for people who are... Kind of have finished games and want to discuss it... And listen to a discussion about the end of the game and things of that nature. Yep. And so even if you're more like Dan, this is probably not for you. Yes. Uh, except <laughs> except that this he's, time. He's because... actually finished a game, yes. ladies and gentlemen. For those of you playing the drinking game at home, you may now take a drink. <laughs> So, what we're going to do for this episode, typically we spend a little bit more time going over what we've been playing, going over some of the news, but... So, I've been playing Destiny this week. Yeah, all of us <laughs> have been playing nothing but Destiny pretty much non-stop. Yep, no lifing it pretty hard. And there wasn't a ton of news due to the summer drought, and we know that you're here listening to this because you're interested in hearing our opinions on Destiny, comparing them to your own opinions. Or you're just here to listen to this. Or you just like the sound the of our voices. of our voices. So, um... We understand that. We're going to kind of cut the initial stuff short and move to the uh, Destiny discussion as soon as possible. Yeah. I mean, there's really only one big piece of news anyways. Yeah. Which is, of course, the uh, purchase of Mojang by Microsoft. For those of you who are unaware of what Mojang is, I'll give you the more familiar really? name. Is there is there anyone who doesn't know any these days? You never know. You never know. For those of you who don't know what Mojang is, it is Minecraft, or the company behind the beloved Minecraft series. Microsoft purchased it for, what, $2.5 billion? Something yep. ridiculous like that. And now it's ruined. What? So what, Maybe not. Uh, now, Patrick, you play a lot more Minecraft than I believe that both of us do, um, or at least you used to. Yep. Kind of go over with us. Do you know what this means? What this merger means? Do we know what it means? Like from a it news perspective, it probably means that Sony is going to have to pay out the arse to maintain it on the PS4 and the PS3. Okay, so they're, maybe they're doing maybe. it as a sort of a competitive advantage just amongst their console peers. That would be my guess because Minecraft is like the biggest thing ever. Yeah, besides Destiny. I mean, they just built. I just saw the news. They built somebody built a hard drive. A yep. one kilobyte hard drive within Minecraft, which is pretty mind-boggling. Yep. Uh, people have built working computers yeah. yep. within it. I don't want to see the redstone circuitry. Don't show me the redstone circuitry because my brain will not survive. <laughs> <laughs> I tried I tried reading the redstone handbook. I got, I got. okay, so this is wire. This is a switch. Okay, this makes sense. And this is a not gate. And then my head exploded. <laughs> yep. That's redstone in a nutshell. Yep. I don't really know anything about Minecraft, as we know. I've... Played it for about 30, all of 30 minutes throughout my entire life, so it's always exciting to hear sort of... You should build a dwarf fortress, Dan. I'm all set. <laughs> you find the mountain and hollow it out, making rooms and caverns and delve too deep and too greedily. When did Bane get here? Yeah, I know. I that, don't That's know. what I was thinking, too. I, um, I think it's having this thing right in front of my face. Okay. So that's <laughs> that's that news. I mean, I guess one thing I did want to bring up quickly, if you don't mind. It also, it also means that Microsoft won the console war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we can call it now. It's not too early anymore. Yep. It's all of, over. Speaking of the console war, I did want to spend just a small amount of time uh, going over the fact that I did, in fact, acquire a PS4. Yep. So I did... Accidents do happen. <laughs> so I did pick up a white Destiny PS4. Um, yeah, I have to say that white and black controller looks sick as fuck. Yeah, it is really, really nice. Um, and I did want to go over... I don't want to spend too much time on it because we've gone over the PlayStation 4 before on this show. We had a special on that. We've gone over the Xbox One on this show. I just want to kind of give my sort of different and opinions on the system things i wasn't expecting sort of stuff like that you didn't expect it to have a slanted front that that is correct um yeah. i did not expect it to have a slanted front i completely forgot what the design looked like it's also amazing how small of a box the ps4 comes in considering how gigantic the system is yeah it's fairly well packaged I believe. basically it's the system in a box when you buy the box um so don't be fooled kids uh, i think my ps3 box is actually uh bigger but anyway, that's because the PS3 was kind of my. I mean, I have the old gigantic PS3. Yeah, and it's all, it's also not very well built for packaging. It's all rounded and yep. misshapen and right. Right. bulbous. Yeah, bulbous you know, is a good word. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, I was bulbous. Gonna, I was gonna say uh, lacking in vision, but you know, bulbous. The, the thesaurus <laughs> cast. Um, uh, but one thing I actually did, I did not realize. Uh, until using the system is how much Sony has improved social and sharing since the PS3. Wait, it works now? Yeah, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's also partly because, to Patrick's, to Patrick's point, the PS3 was miserable when it came to sort of social sharing. And just, in, I mean, I like the dashboard. I'm one of very few people who does because it's simple. But when it comes to... Game uh, like gaming community right. really doesn't make any well, sense. I was talking about the dashboard of the PS3 as opposed yeah. to the dashboard yeah. Oh, of, the of PS4. course, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it really wasn't friendly for social and sharing. And for those of you ready to take Dan's opinion with a grain of salt, here's some more ammo. He liked Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Never forget that. <laughs> like I haven't finished it yet, Patrick. Uh, and what I noticed was it really is from start to finish designed for social it's a really neat the share feature works a lot better than i thought it was going to it's a lot simpler and more streamlined than i thought it was uh integration with apps is really cool i just integrate it with my phone and i can control my system and turn it on and off and yeah the playstation the app is the playstation app, PlayStation is app handy. and handle all my yep. social stuff there that's really cool the um, xbox one can supposedly do that too but i'm too tech dumb to do right. it um it's just incredible that it exists compared to the ps3 um and then Texting is a lot easier because you can text from the PlayStation app. You can text from the controller by using the touchscreen. You can text from the controller by using the motion capabilities mm-hmm. of the controller. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do there, and it actually works really well. I was shocked by that. The way they handle notifications, the messaging system, the way they handle parties, like everything is great Yep. Uh, con- compared to what it used to be, and it's really, really cool to see. Um, the real name request is kind of weird, but it works. I oh, guess. my God. The real name request is so fucking handy. It just, it kind of like, really? Like, well, I it, can't believe it was, I, honestly, it reminded me that it wasn't a thing on the PS3. Like, ooh, yeah. I, I got to know who this person is. <laughs> so, well, no, is, it, is your online account finally linked with your, your profile? Because I found that to be really annoying on the PS3. Uh, yes. Uh, you still have multiple user profiles on a system. 
but they're they're linked to an online account. It's not you have an online right. account and a profile. Right. right, and beyond that, it's also linked with your social media. Okay. So I have my Facebook and my Twitter account access. So my profile is attached to my Facebook. It takes my profile picture and yep. all the other fun stuff. Finally, yeah. um, but no, let me just say that real name requests are fantastic because I can't memorize everyone's goddamn yeah. screen names. I just honestly couldn't believe that didn't exist to begin with. I, I know, right? I didn't think about it until I I got the ability to. I was it's like, it's so much better to see. Dan Zarziki is online rather than Key of Z. Yeah, so you don't right. know. I, my well, no, I didn't want to. I just didn't want to say your username necessarily on the podcast, but you just did it. So, oh, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'll just, I'll just ignore your six new request. friend requests for Dan Zarziki. Key hyphen of hyphen Z as in zebra E E. I will not accept your friend requests. Simple as that. <laughs> um, what if some of them claim to be cute girls? Then I'll accept your friend requests. <laughs> That's how you gain the system, folks. There are no girls on the internet. That's, isn't that like rule two of the internet? If that this frequency sends me a friend request, I will gladly accept it. You, you know better than that. <laughs> um, and we can talk about how bad Destiny is or how, uh, how misogynistic Destiny is. But um, if, she says de- if she ends up saying Destiny is misogynistic, I might have to punch her in the face. Cool. Okay, maybe I won't punch her in the face because that's violence against women and yeah. all that. But uh, hey, I, I hey, will punch an you, effigy in the face. Hey, <laughs> I will punch would, her in effigy. <laughs> if she were male, would you punch him in the face? I would seriously consider it. Then it's not violence to women. It's equality. <laughs> you got to take the good with the bad here. If you um, want equality. <laughs> that's like one of those things that like you, you're standing in line in the, at a fast food place and somebody says something like really like off-putting like... It's you're standing in line at a fast food place, and it's like the guy in front of me has a misshapen ass, and you just wheel around and knock him in the face. That'd be like one of the things right there. Destiny is misogynistic. <laughs> wheel around, punch him in the face. <laughs> all right. Well, that's really all I wanted to say and all I wanted to talk about. Uh, Patrick, did you have anything else to add as far as news or anything like that? My ass is not misshapen. It was just an example. <laughs> Which, do you have anything else you'd like to add? No, I mean just the the big news. Like I said, is Minecraft being bought. Which is worrisome. Uh, I don't like it having a monopoly. I monopoly is just a game, Senator. I'm trying to control the fucking world, as Robin Williams once said. Um, that's pretty much it. There hasn't been a lot of news. Nope. So when we get back for the break, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're well, not going to do a. Problem. Oh, I got yeah. one. I got one last thing. I got one last thing for news. Uh, so apparently, at I think it was the Jap- Japan Game Show. There was a big showing for the new Smash Brothers. Yep. So, well, it came out. It came out in the 3DS in Japan. Right. So it is now set. There's not going to be like anything else they're going to announce except like more game types. So we've probably seen the final roster. Unless there are hidden characters that they didn't tell us about. Right. Which is entirely possible. Which is totally doubtful because not only did a full character list leak like a screenshot, but... They, they yeah, but that to... but if you even if you screenshot a full character list, quote unquote, what's to tell you that you didn't miss unlocking one of those games? Good ah, job, Dan. Whoa, crap! Oh, sorry for the spike, people. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Dan just Look broke at the his waves. Table. That's all set. All right. Um, uh, well, that can work. It just <laughs> it just seems to be the case that Sakurai and the team behind uh, Super Smash Brothers always tends to show all their marvels, at least. That's the trend. That's been the trend since Brawl, yeah. and going into this one, they've been showing just about everything in the possible. I'm path. holding out hope. Yeah, we'll see. Cause for, for whom? Crom still. Oh. Uh, uh, well, except I, mean, I think. What he's... about Lucas? Oh wait, I'm sorry. He got PK fired from Brawl. Yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, did he really? No, that, Lucas. That's strange. Ness is back. Of course, Ness is back. But no, Lucas. Yeah. He got PK fired. Lucas was the better character of the two. He was a o- OP. I don't know if OP is the word that I would use, but he is, was the better character. Yeah. Have you also seen um, a whole bunch of characters have gotten uh, new final smashes? Oh, really? Does Martha actually have one that works? That I haven't seen, but um, I actually saw a comparison between their Brawl Smashes and their new ones. Some of them are pretty ridiculous. Of course they are. Does Fox still have a tank? Probably. Zero out of ten would not play again. <laughs> Alright, so, great. Um, I think we should just jump right in. Let's go Destiny. <clears throat> so, great. So, let's start talking about Destiny. So, folks... Uh, starting from this point, we are going to be discussing Destiny from A to Z. So if you want to be surprised by certain elements of the game, uh, I guess what we'll do is maybe we'll start with just sort of an overview of Destiny, and then we'll go into, we'll kind of say it again when we start going into some spoil, more of the spoilerifics. There really isn't a whole ton of spoil, per se, in this. Dinklepot is your father! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Peter Dinklage is your father now. There is um, a fan theory about Destiny, though. We can talk about that later. Oh, yeah, that totally. will be spoilers. Yep. But I think I do want to start... Um, and talk about Destiny as what it is, because I, I think that some people potentially... I know I was on this boat, and I always feel like if I'm on the boat, somebody else is on the same boat. And that boat is called the Titanic. <laughs> yes, and that boat is And you will have Titanic. a tragic love story. <laughs> Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> so, so I think it might be good to just start and sort of talk about what Destiny actually is. Because when when... I first started hearing about Destiny. I really wasn't sure exactly how it worked, what what it was. It was sort of like a mixture of like thirteen games. It felt like, and I was I was sort of like a miss as to what exactly it was. So Destiny is a first person MMO mm-hmm. with both competitive and cooperative yes. sides of the game. No bones about it. This is a online only, multiplayer only experience to a degree. I mean, there's some stuff you can do by yourself in story. But and you, you don't need to? and you don't need online to do, uh, or you don't need uh you don't need a gold subscription or a PlayStation Plus subscription to play uh the regular missions. The regular missions, right. yes. You yeah. do need it for strikes, strikes and the Crucible for obvious yep. reasons. Basically, anything that's going to make to maintain your game beyond level twenty or mm-hmm. beyond the max level uh, is going to be. Like something that you have right. to pay for um, on a subscription but, with Xbox Live. Yeah, but at this point, most people have Plus. Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus. It seems. Well, they give you. I mean, I think they're hoping to suck people into PlayStation Plus because it's include a month is included with right. the subscript with the purchase of the system, which is something Microsoft has been doing for years. Believe it or not. Yeah, I think they do that with all their systems, right? They include the not just the systems. They uh, with the games, they, they oh, used okay. to give out yeah. two month my free limited, cards like they were yeah, candy. Very, very smart move on their part. Yeah, my limited edition copy of Destiny came with a month of oh, PS cool. yeah. PlayStation Plus. Nice. Um, so to take full advantage of the game and really get it for what it's worth, and to sort of buy into the concept of Destiny, you really do need a subscription to Xbox yep. Live Gold or PlayStation Plus. So as that Tristan way, said, that way you can experience the utter bullshit that are strikes. Yes. So, but we'll so, get to those. So Tristan um, sort of hit the nail on the head when he said it was a first-person MMO. Um, that's really how I would define it. Right. It is the, the important thing though is that usually when people picture MMO, they picture like Iron Forge from WoW, which is just crowded people fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Destiny either has a crap ton of servers or a crap ton of instances. Yep. Uh, because it is a very sparse experience. Also, the uh, 
the instances are very seamless. Yes. You don't realize that you're transitioning between instances about 99% of the time. Every once in a while, you'll get a little loading screen. Yeah. Uh, seen... Loading notification, I should say, but... Yeah, I've, I've only ever seen a loading screen, like, twice, and it was always going to uh, the Lost Coast. Yeah. Yep. Now, we're playing, it's important to note, good, thank you for inadvertently reminding me, it's important to note that both Tristan and I are playing on PlayStation 4, Patrick is playing on Xbox One, so we're playing on the next-gen consoles. Your experience may, may vary, vary if you're playing it on a PS3 or an Xbox 360. Right. That's a very, very, very good caveat. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It may also, <laughs> also depend on your internet connection. Yes, that's true as well. So I'm not hardwired, but we have a brand new router in this apartment. Um, so my experience has been, with the exception of one time where I had to load for like three minutes for no reason, I was just standing still, mm-hmm. my internet connection has been fine. I yeah. did play with a friend um, for a few hours who had a much lesser internet connection. Right. And since the entire game is streamed on the internet when you're playing with friends, that proved problematic. Yeah. And there are, yep. have been a few times where I've been booted out of a mission. Yeah, yep. One, that's, that's happened to me a few times as well. One instance where I was booted out. Yep. What's nice, though, is if you were Fireteam Leader, which if you are playing solo, you are, it saves your progress. Yep. I got booted out of a strike. Went to the uh, went to the tower, bought some shit, went back to the strike, and it dropped me right back where I left off. Great. And I was like, that's awesome. <sighs> that is fantastic. <laughs> it was also very surprising because I wasn't expecting it. And all of a sudden, there are hive all around me. And I'm like, oh, shit. If you're familiar with WoW, you're going to get right into it as far as sort of the way they lay a lot of the stuff out. Obviously, it's a first-person shooter. And there's no crafting. And there's no crafting. But for the most part... Well, there's decrafting. Yeah, I mean, there's sort of yeah, no there's crafting. sort of is crafting, and it is very rudimentary. I mean, everything is sort of rudimentary when you compare it to something like a WoW. I feel right. Like. Well, WoW is pretty rudimentary too. It's yeah. it's it's just the had only... what ten years yeah. thereabout to just pile stuff on top of itself. Yep. Uh, so that's the other thing to note. Thank you for again reminding me. Tristan's just my awesome cardboard Batman today. It's great. Great. What? Speaking of cardboard, <laughs> uh, we recorded the opening for. Uh, the Hype and Gripe Halo 4 today, which you guys will see at some point in the future. Yeah, I'm excited to launch that stuff on the Tomorrow! Oh, yeah. well, no, I'm kidding. three-headed boy um, as well. But no, we've uh, we've already got actually our first episodes pretty much in the bag ready to be uploaded. Yep. For Res, which will be our first series that we're going to put up. Yep. So you can look forward to that extremely soon. Yes. I'm excited for that as well. Um, what I think I want to do with Destiny is I want to split up into three parts, if it's okay with you guys. I want to talk about the story missions mm-hmm. and strikes, like sort of like the, the on-the-map story missions. Right. I want to talk about the MMO elements, and then I want to talk about the Crucible, Okay. which is, the uh, for those at home, if you're not aware, I'm going to... A short the, story about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the competitive multiplayer. Arthur I, Miller, I will just right? say this now. Thus far, after the beta, I haven't touched the Crucible yet. Really? Yep. Okay, I think Patrick and I have. Yeah, I've, as of right I've now, maxed out my... I, I'm on rank 2 Crucible right now. Yes. Yeah. I'm rank 2 Vanguard. I'm also I rank 2 Vanguard. Yeah. I, I haven't rank 0 both. Yeah, I haven't touched close to the Crucible the at all. And from what I've been hearing, I right now don't really have a desire to. Yes. Maybe if I'll get... Maybe if I get super bored, maybe I'll do some. Unfortunately, I really can't... I really can't pass up doing the bounties. Yeah. I, it's my OCD. And I think we'll talk about that when we get to the MMO. Yeah. We'll so let's just that. start and let's talk about sort of the overall gamey stuff. Like, yeah. 
Oh, by the way, folks, I think at this point we're, we're going to start to get into spoilerific territory because yeah. we'll start talking about but honestly, story. And... But honestly, this is the spoiler cast. You should have expected yes, this exactly. when you came but in. But still, I mean, people are, might be listening right. that aren't haven't played it yet first. I don't want to. Or haven't listened down. to the spoiler cast before. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I mean, this is a pretty big game. So. It is a very big game. Um, <clears throat> In some ways. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll touch on that. We'll touch uh, on that. So, yeah. So, all right. Spoiler stuff starts now, I guess. So, the story missions um are interesting uh they basically broken up as you would expect um they have you know you're you're going to a place you're fulfilling a couple of smaller objectives than fighting like a, normally like a boss or like a sub boss at the end of the mission right um i think what one thing that's really important to say is the fact that all of the missions and everything take place within the same locales yes. and that you can visit a lot of these locales yes. outside of the missions right so like an mmo and again, I think we should start maybe sort of gear this towards people who have played it now that we're getting into spoiler territory right. um, and start to talk about our experience with that versus yeah. explaining again sort of how it works. Um, right. I actually really like that a lot of them go back to other places. Like you visit the Cosmodrome on Earth a lot. You do the Tower of, uh, or no. Temple uh, of Crota. The Temple of Crota, like all the time. And so you get really familiar with these places. Right. And I think that's really nice because for the missions, it gives you an idea of, okay, this is where I need to go. Last time I couldn't get through here, but now I can. So now I can see what's over here. Yep. While leaving a big portion of the rest of each of the game's world's world's... Game's world... Game's world worlds. <laughs> Somebody help Tristan. He's having a stroke. I understand what he's saying. Game's, <laughs> game world's world. Right. Each of the worlds within the game world. Yeah. Uh, leaving a huge chunk of that just free for you to explore and dick around in. Yeah. Like, I can, like I can hop on my sparrow and just just fly. Yeah. And just keep going. To a degree. To a degree. Yeah. I mean, eventually I'll hit an end. Yeah, the moon yells at me a lot when I try to go places that I think I can go. Yeah. Especially the moon. I don't know about... The other planets don't... The, the, other, the other planets. The other locales don't seem to do yeah. that as much to me. Uh, the Venus seemed pretty cool. I mean, I was... I kind of dicked around there a little bit and it was pretty free it was like okay there's a whole huge coast well over you've here got then... well you've got the city yeah and then you've got the caves yeah you got this like real sort of delineation you have the coast too which is pretty cool yeah mars i get lost in mars like all the time because it's a big desert. i was looking for the golden chest last night in mars there was one in the dust palace yep and part of the reason that we couldn't find it is because we were using a guide oops <laughs> and the guide was wrong the, the guy told us that it was during the strike. So we were in the area for the strike, and it, the, the guy was like, oh, it's in the Dust Palace strike. Okay, first of all, Dust Palace is nowhere near that. And unfortunately, one of my big complaints with the gameplay, uh, which is still a minor complaint, there's no map. Yeah, there's no mini-map. So essentially what ended up happening is I went back to orbit, had to reload the map after I looked at it and said, Dust Palace is nowhere near where we were. Yep. So we finally got into Dust Palace, and Dust Palace is just a hodgepodge of crazy rooms and. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it was awful to yeah, find Mars this one is, fucking chest. Mars is confusing as fuck. Yeah. And fortunately, fortunately now my friend who I've been I've been uh, double teaming the game with, he now has Mars essentially memorized. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But and and I have the moon memorized. Yeah. I've, so now we just need one of us to get Earth and Venus. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've got all the 
chests on Earth. I think I've got all the golden chests on Venus. I think I'm just missing like one on Mars and one on mo- on the Moon. I think the lack of a map is intentional. I think it's to I think it's to get people to explore and not and to get and lost not, and not and, and not concern themselves with the size of the game world because if you sit really sit back and think about it, here's a game experience that's supposedly going to carry itself for years and years. Right. Now maybe they'll add new planets. Maybe we'll get Mercury or something when we get to which is in the game in the Crucible. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So maybe we'll get to Mercury. Mercury yeah. will probably planet. be a new thing of story. And maybe we'll and get to Pluto. I, who knows? Well, probably not Pluto, but probably the Reef. Right, maybe the Reef. Stuff like that. Maybe we'll get those later on. But for now, yeah. you know, not being concerned with the size of the game world because you're getting this game, which is really a lot of just quests in the same world. It's really four, four levels, mm-hmm. essentially. Big levels with things happening in them. Uh, to a degree. And lots of things happening at once. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, the other big thing they've said is they're going to be turning up the frequency of uh, public events. They've already done that. Yeah. They must have. Because I didn't have a single one until I got to Venus. And yeah. then suddenly there was this one on Venus that kept respawning. And then Mars, I've had like six. Yeah. yeah. So it's like... I've only seen one. I've been on many patrols. So. Well, there are also a few well, areas... Well, you suck, Dan. There are also a few areas that are more likely to get them. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, so, for example, on Earth, if you go into the sort of airplane graveyard, yep. that area is more likely to get... I got uh, I got a few the in the beta there. Yeah. That area is more likely to get defend the SATCOM, whereas Destroy the Fallen Walker is more likely to spawn on the other side of things. Yep. Um, kill the target before he reaches the points or is more likely to spawn on the Lost Coast. Stuff like that. Yep. yep. Which is another one that I did during the beta and I wasn't powerful enough to kill when the When I was in the beta... <laughs> The first Back time, in my day. well, so the first time the defend the SATCOM mission happened, I hear it coming. I hear you know this thing roaring, and I'm like, oh hey, there's a public event coming in. I'm wondering where it's gonna have happen, and the SATCOM landed right on top of my head, and killed me. These things do happen. Yeah, Xbox record that. It just, it just, yeah. PlayStation <laughs> share. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I just died randomly. I would like to tell you that. Um, my friend recorded uh, with the share the first time uh, the, the squatting thing we were doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because the default is 15 minutes, it literally went back and recorded the last 15 minutes of his gameplay up until the crouch. And then the last 20 seconds of the video was the actual crouching. Yeah. So we just posted a 15-minute video. So in other words, you were teabagging. Yeah. All together for fun. And it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And then we got other people to join in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's already like five people just hanging out at the um, Guardian Outfitter. Yeah, you know, the person who sells the uh, emblems and shaders. Yeah. Just crouching, 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 yeah. crouching. Yeah. Doing our daily squats. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you, uh, the single player is broken up into a lot of different things, which was really cool. You got the patrols, you have the strikes, you have the story missions, you have the um, public events that can happen while you're on patrol. Or in a story mission. Or even on a strike. Only saw it once during a patrol, and that's good to know. I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah. They, they, uh, I once came into it, started a strike straight into a and we came down right into a to kill the target nice which was great because there were yeah. three level 20 24s all of a sudden here ready to help out also everyone is level 20 something now yeah. it seems yeah it does it definitely seems like everybody's at max level because um, everyone has been no lifing it yeah it seems like a lot of people have been no lifing the game um well but also you're des- it's designed to get you to 20 quickly. quickly yeah i mean i only played it again i got there right which i like I like that you hit that level cap early mm-hmm. because it doesn't mean you have to really wait and wait and wait to play with your friends. Right, right. 
It's like, well, cool. Let's go on the strike. Oh no, we can't. Jimmy's still only level seventeen. The right. dick. No, it's cool. I reached level twenty. The whole game is open to me now. There's some things I shouldn't try and tackle. Jimmy hit cap, and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's great. That was funnier than I meant it to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's one thing that's just a really good point that I didn't think about, which is I remember when I played World of Warcraft, one of the reasons I could never get into it, besides the fact that it just takes way too much time to get to any, any for me, any level, Yeah. Uh, was I would be playing in a room with my friends, and they were all level 80s. Yeah. And it wasn't now in... Now, let's compare that to this game. <laughs> my friends are level 80s doing raids. I'm level 5. Yeah, killing bunny rabbits, and all I can see in my my group chat is people yelling and you scream, monster screaming about raids and all this crazy thing, having a great time, and I'm sitting by myself, oh, killing rabbits. Actually, one bit of news. So, did you hear that there was a player playing a Pandaren who reached level eighty without ever leaving the starting area? You think grinding is slow <laughs> in World of Warcraft? <laughs> Try doing it without ever Why leaving the starting that? area. Prove that he could. Probably. Um, anyway, or he was a dumbass. Or, or to see, or to see if it was even possible. Yeah. Maybe he couldn't. Maybe he couldn't figure out how to open a door. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, I compare that experience where I would just get frustrated. I was bored. Nobody could. You know, I was never going to get there. It was right, just, and you could never hang out or do anything with your friends. With this. A few hours later, you're in a good position to start getting getting at least thinking about joining your friends and right. And maybe you're like, well, I don't have very good loot yet, but that's okay because doing this will get me good loot. Man, loot chests suck in this game too; they're awful. Well, so here's what I've discovered. I think I think this is how somehow it works: is that anytime you open a chest, yeah. Now, this is not counting golden chests because golden chests always have a set thing within them. Can we talk about how that's bullshit on Mars, by the way? Yes, we will get to that because it is bullshit. Um, when you open a chest, there's a chance it will have more stuff than normal in it. Mm-hmm. Now, I have spent a lot of time on Venus just grinding, and I found this nice little patch to just check like four chest areas at once. I think that the sooner after a chest spawns that you open it, the more likely you are to get that better loot. Like, if a chest has been sitting around for 10 minutes, you're not likely to get much. But if a chest spawned within the last minute, you're more likely to get good stuff. Interesting. Which is tough for uh, which is tough for a warlock because I've seen chests spawn in places that the warlock cannot reach. Yep. <laughs> Even with his blink ability. Oh, that's another thing we'll talk about because we all play different classes, which is so good. We'll talk about that when we yep. get to the MOM. I can't wait for that. Um, so, do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior triple jump? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was the, that was that. My my perspective on this game is as somebody who likes those focus experiences, those single player experiences with good stories and or Candy Crush. A point. I don't even play Candy Crush, and I hate it. Um, but you do play lots of mobile games. I do not. You do not? Not anymore? Nope. I really don't. Finally Uh, kicked the habit. Yeah. Uh, I just don't play these sort of games normally, and I'm just loving it. Like, sitting here now, it's like, can you guys leave? I know. Can we wrap this up? Because I've got 100 more Vanguard marks I need to go earn because it just reset. Come on. I kid, of course. But um, But with this game... Tristan. 
somehow, this game is one of the most monotonous things when you really sit down and think about it. If somebody put it on paper, it really is very monotonous. Well, it's an MMO. Right. <laughs> I don't like MMOs, but for some reason, I can't At stop playing At least it's this. not Eve. Yes. I, I can't stop playing this fucking okay. game. Okay. Okay. I will defend Eve really quickly here. Oh, I have no, I have no problem with how Eve works. I'm just making a joke. Okay. Eve PvE is awful. If you do, if you don't do anything with a corporation, it is one of the most boring, monotonous things you can possibly do. You need to get into a corporation, a good corporation, with your friends, and have a goal. That is the way you have to play Eve. Anyways, back to Destiny. <laughs> back to you. Um, so I love, I, I love that about it. I actually enjoyed the boss encounters enough. Um, the final boss is terrible. Um, Dude, okay. Final boss. Should we get just jump to the final boss? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I think I was, I was probably the first one among us to beat the final boss. I think you were. And uh, I was there. Right. Pat watched. Then Pat went and did the final boss himself. Yep. And what did you say about that? It was a lot better playing it than, than watching, watching it, it. But it still wasn't as epic as it probably should have been. Right. It was one of the, the easier bosses, first of all. Yeah. Though I will say that moment where that statue comes to life and first comes at you, he's like, oh shit, it is a big. Unfortunately, it is a very big. Yeah, but they they tease it in the cutscene before, and it's not really surprising. Right. It, they kind of tip their hand. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Very unbungee, in my opinion. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I never really... I never really cared for Bungie's boss battles anyway, and I think they're the best they've ever been here, um, even though most of them are just giant versions of normal enemies. Well, to be fair, Bungie really hasn't done boss, boss battles, battle. really. Yeah, they did, just, yeah. I think, one in Halo 3. Yeah. And Oh, no, Halo 2 and Halo 3 had boss battles, I suppose. True. And I guess you can kind of count blowing up the, the Pillar of Autumn as a boss battle, kind of. It's more it's more fighting a swarm of ads without yeah. an actual boss. Yeah. Right. Right. So I tip the hat to that. Some of the boss encounters are cool and they're memorable enough. There it's got a very a lot of the boss battles have a very cinematic feel to them. Right. And yeah. I, and I don't know if this is typical of like a MMO because I don't play them. And and not and not cinematic in, you know, Shadow of Colossus style, cinematic like MMO style. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know again because I don't play MMOs if this is typical, but I thought it was I find it fascinating. That, because I never really endgamed an MMO, that the it was almost like single player initially didn't feel that grand, mm-hmm. and then when you go back and play it, you sort of understand it better. Like you, I I go through a mission, and I'm going through that mission, the other mission, and it just all feels the same. Yeah. But then when you go back and you play those strikes or those story missions again at higher difficulty, or you know you do whatever that is, it's more epic. There's yeah. like choke points. Like, oh, this part. Yeah. There's the part I, where the lights are out and the dudes come from everywhere. Yep. And you need him to get on the shotgun and, and it right. becomes a little bit more I interesting. Think, I think what it is is I think the story missions are specifically designed to be capable. They're designed to be doable solo. Mm-hmm. That is, I think, the crucial part of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that it, the solo missions are designed so that you can get through them on your own without good gear. Even though there are a couple missions in there that I'm like, holy shit, how are you right. supposed to beat this? Right. By yourself. Because all of the raids, will, pa- except for the weekly raid, and probably the special... Uh, all the strikes, I mean, except for the weekly strike, pair you up with people any, all the time. They have yep. to. They have to. Yep. And so you have to cooperate on those and, because the difficulty level is so much higher. Yep. I think that is the crucial thing to understand here. 
is it's a difference in what is expected of the player to be able to accomplish. We sound like we're talking about Diablo 3 now. <laughs> the game doesn't start until you reach nightmare mode. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that, or whatever they originally said. Yeah. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun going back and playing those missions, the strikes, things like that anyway. Especially with a party of friends. Yes. Because then you get that sort of teamwork going, that sort of... Quick flank around him so I can, I'll draw his fire. And that's I'm, another thing. I'm starting to hate one of my acquaintances. <laughs> let, let, let me just be clear because he's – I don't know if uh, – I don't know what it is, but he does uh, – he misses things, like pretty some pretty obvious things sometimes. Like I'll say something like, oh, um, I, I don't have any ammo. And, and he'll be like, okay, shoot the guy. I don't have any ammo. Like something like along those lines. I'm just like, uh, 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 still no ammo. I still have no ammo. <laughs> Right. That moment when you have no ammo for your primary, no ammo for your secondary, and no ammo for your heavy. Okay, can we talk about that for a second? The Daily Heroic yesterday had a modifier on it called Juggler. Yes. That is an ass. Especially for someone like me who focuses on the primary weapon entirely too much. Juggler makes it so that ammo for whatever gun you're holding doesn't drop. Right. I I, I gamed it out, though, to make sure I got more heavy ammo. Yeah. I, I also don't know if this is the case with most other MMOs because I've never gotten to the end game. And I think it's going to be really special for a lot of people because people can end game it so quickly. Right. Is I have never played a game before, and I know this is the appeal for a lot of other games for people, but I've never played a game before where I personally was so excited to just get shit. Yeah. Oh my God. So, uh, all right. So, a lot of people have been complaining online that there's not enough loot in Destiny. Yep. I like that because it makes it so that when you get something, it's special. Yeah. Better than Borderlands where guns are everywhere and most of them are shit. Right. There may be six good guns in the game, but there are two billion guns in the game. Right. This is more... Wow, that is a lot of noise out there. Is that yeah. getting picked up? Uh, Whatever. That's okay. okay. It's just a yeah. house burning down. Yeah. Probably. It's just our house burning down. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So, like... I found a rare spaceship mechanic. Yeah. And I was like, like, uh, schematic, not yeah. a mechanic. A rare spaceship schematic. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know right. this was a thing. Right. And now you've got like six. Now I've got like six. Well, I think, I think I, the area I've been farming just is an area that gives them out. Right. Like, I think they're set for that area. And because I've been farming so much, I think that's why. Mm-hmm. But the ship, the first ship I got looks fantastic and has unique parts on it it's got like, a unique model like frank west fantastic yeah yeah why is your controller blinking at me it just turned yellow i'm not losing my mind i promise you oh he must be supercharged okay yeah um when you're supercharged your controller glows yellow all right yep and when you're <laughs> and when you're it. in de- dire health your stars flashing red. red yeah i'll take uh, your word for it ps4 boy <laughs> but uh yeah. Traitor. Like, so, like, for example, the first time I did the moon strike yep. with what's-his-name, the unborn or whatever. Fogoth, Fogoth the Fogoth, untamed. the untamed. Also known as... The I bitch. Had, well, he's not the bitch. It's his followers that yeah, just know. too goddamn many of them. The first time... But no, too... There's there's not too many of them, but there's not enough cover from where they spawn. Right. They spawn up high and get to pick you apart. Also, there's a spawn camp. Yep. Which you finally discovered. Yep. It's a bitch. Yep. It's a total bitch. Um, 
Because I thought I'd be clever, and I thought I'd sit back and stay away from Fogoth. And he's like, oh, Tristan was talking about this thing that spawns behind you and makes sure that you can't go back. I'll just kill it, and then I'll kill, start killing Fogoth. Mm-mm. And then all of a sudden, you start Mm-mm. taking damage, and you're like, wait, what the crap's happening? Yeah. And, of course, it's it's up and out of the way. Mm-hmm. So yep. you have to be like, you turn around, there's nothing there. You're like, what the crap? And then you see a shot coming from above, and at this point, you're at two heads. You're like, oh, fuck, it's this thing. Yep. That little that little spinny dervish asshole, and it spawns other ads too. Yep, like tons and tons and tons of them. I actually and I I confirmed this because when I finally left that room and gave up on my plan of sitting in there and killing Fogoth, uh, a bunch of them despawned. Yep, but so the first time I did through that mission, that's right, it was awful. It was a bitch. It was a like. Soul crushing mm-hmm. grind, meat grinder. Yep. But when I finished it, I earned my first piece of rare equipment. And I was like, holy fuck. It's blue. <laughs> yeah. Totally worth it! Yeah. And it was a sweet hand cannon that I used up until like level 16. Yep. It was a level 10 hand cannon. Which you still have 16. in your vault to this day. Yes. So that I can give it to, so that if I start a warlock and a titan, I can give it to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they can use it. until Which I, I will be trying the other classes. And yeah, and even after that, I'll still hold on to it. Because it was my first rare drop. Yep. And it was so cool. I have no idea what my first rare drop is, to be completely honest. Yeah. And it's just like, like that is what I'm talking about. Which is odd for me, believe it or not. I think what's cool about this game, and I don't know, again, if MMO... This Pardon my yawn. Getting to, I don't know if other MMOs do this when you get to like 80 and, or 90 in World of Warcraft or whatever it may be, is the game... And it, this works... I find that this works really well for single player... Not single player. I keep saying single player. This works well for cooperative play, but not so hot, in my opinion, for Crucible. And we'll get to Crucible later, I know. But it seems like every, every time, everywhere you go, it's just, wow, that's OP as fuck. Wow, that's OP as fuck. Wow, Everything is OP, OP in fuck. its own way. And, and, and it's, it's actually fun that way where nobody, at least in cooperative, is like, oh, wow, that's awesome that you can do that. Wow, your gun fires 12 rockets and they do a million damage. Okay, let's not get crazy. That doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, I dude, I put up a shield. Oh, my yeah. God, that's so cool. Yeah. Lure them in and I can knife the shit yeah, out of yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah, shank, 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 the shank, stuff shank, that happens, shank. especially when you're playing with your friends and you're exploring for the first time and they haven't played those classes are really cool. Yeah. Um, all the abilities you get leveling up, for the most part, some of them are kind of whatever, like just upgrading yeah, your talents, I finally but... started getting some of the invisibility right. f- uh, powers for Blade Dancer. Yep. And that's super cool. Yep. Because it works with everything else. Like... I've started seeing them in in Crucible where I hadn't before, where I hadn't seen the invisible. It's it's classic Bader Meinhof phenomenon. Because <laughs> it's just, I, I, I didn't know about it until I was at your house the other day and you showed me the tech tree. I was like, invisibility? Yeah. Do tell. That's yeah. like, maybe that's why I've been dying with yeah. no one around me. Oh, no, that never happened. But <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually seeing them pop out of existence now yeah. where I didn't before. Because I think more people have unlocked everyone them. started playing at the beginning, so everyone's kind of discovering <clears throat> this stuff at the same right. time. Yep. So you're like, oh, man, I got invisibility. And then you see other people is like, oh, they, he just got it too. How's it working out for you? It's like really cool, but you have to try this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, that, so it's really fun. All the weapons are like, at this point, I'm, I'm playing, you know, mission strikes with my friends, and everybody has weapons that are just absurd, or grenades that are absurd. Well, and some some of the weapons just aren't good, they I aren't. found. The like, there are certain... Types? No, no, just certain certain pulse rifles are just bad. Yeah, certain guns yeah. are bad, but when yeah. you get a good one, you stick with it, and it blows everybody yeah. else's mind. Well, using... the silly thing is, the stats won't show that it's bad, but in practice, it will just yes. be bad. Right. Yeah, 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 You'll right. be like, 
oh, this is it. So this has right. no impact, but it's got a crazy rate of fire, which means I can just... And then you actually get to it. It's like, oh. Right, but I think it's better yeah. about this than something like a Borderlands, and I, I, I kind of wish that... And I even made the... the you know, I remember talking to you about it. I even made the uh, sort of comparison to Borderlands is that with Borderlands, it's a little bit more obvious, I think, when a weapon just plain sucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, versus when it's good. This you game, p- you need to really actually use it. Yeah, you need yeah. to use it against people. You need yep. to use it against right. enemies. So I picked up a level 20 scout rifle. Yep. And I've been using a level 19 auto rifle. When I tried the scout rifle out for a bit, and I was like, well, each bullet does more damage, but the offset with rate of fire is such that I can still pump out more damage and have more bullets yep. total with my lower level auto rifle. Right. So I'm going back to good old faithful. And then your gear modifies your weapons sometimes. Increases reload, improves reload speed. Yep. There's all sorts of combinations. It makes it cool. It makes it sort of like a sometimes a fight to get rid of or dismantle certain equipment or weapons because it's like, well... It's like, this new thing has better defense, right. but it doesn't suit my build. Exactly. So I have... Do I, have, do I, I have, change my build? So I have chest armor that's like literally 40 or 50 defense less than a better piece of chest armor I have, but... The reason I keep it on is because it gives me more ammo for my hand cannon, which right. is the weapon I use. So I, I, you have to sort of look at you know balance it out and sort of play. Right, with and they have to be like, well, this is this is. Cool, I wouldn't. But I it wouldn't looks crappy <laughs> for forty to fifty defense. I know, I know you wouldn't. I know you. Yeah. I know. I, I right, right as I said that, I looked at your face. I was, I was like, because you'll start finding stuff at that higher defense level that will give you hand cannon. Right. Yeah, and there's also which I found it's yet, also but. sold yeah. in the tower. Yeah. Um, Granted, you have to be, I think, Vanguard rank 3 to buy it. But I don't really think there's any question at this point, to me at least, that this is something that can potentially have longevity. Right. Should they do it right going forward. Define and longevity. And this could be a game that people are playing and playing and playing yeah. and playing, if they release packs quickly enough. And Yeah. Like, at this point, that level 19 auto rifle, I'm probably going to keep until I get something legendary or exotic. It's, yeah. all, it's also important to note when talking about longevity that... This game just came out. Yeah. It's the most anticipated game of the year. And it's really short for some reason. Well, so here's the thing is, again, you've got that split between single player yes. and multiplayer. Right? Yeah. So people are pro- going to be playing the multiplayer probably for a lot longer. Right. Because you See, probably I have people who went straight to the multiplayer who are going to get bored of that and explore the story missions. Or you got someone like me who has been playing the crap out of the story missions but hasn't touched the multiplayer yet. So let's talk about longevity then, because I think that's going to be a point of contention yeah. amongst us, yeah. and that makes this podcast fun. Patrick, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the, uh, like I, I heard somewhere the other day that Bungie wants the game to last ten years, mm-hmm. and I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't know about 10, ten years is is stretching it. That and I also remember uh, another MMO that said that exact same thing, and um, uh, the Old Republic is uh, all but dead. Yeah. Um. It's just it, there's just not enough. I mean, I don't don't get me wrong. I enjoy the game immensely, but I don't know if I'll be playing it four years from now, let alone ten. Yeah. Right. Um, because I and I got to look at the download size on the expansions, or at least what I think were the expansions. They're only about a, they're only a couple, a couple tens of megabytes. Right. So they're on disc expansions. Right, well, but that no, also begs no, the question how much... On, or they're on server expansions. Oh, that could be true, too. I'm an idiot. Because remember, the actual install for Destiny and the updates for Destiny aren't even a gig. Yeah. Most of this is probably on server. Which is Bungie going ahead of things again. 
Well, but well, that's standard for MMOs, though. I know, but I mean, like, Bungie. I'm, I'm not. I'm not mocking them, but Bungie always seems to be at the forefront of these tech revolutions. That's true. And for for things to be all in the cloud and all on the server side, that's that's huge for these next gen consoles that have these huge installs. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's gonna let you keep a game on there without being like. Well, they just came out with expansion pack number thirty. Gotta find another gig and a half to free right, up. Right. Yep. I don't. I don't actually want a Destiny PS4. I want a PS4 that happens to play Destiny. You right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> this is my PS4 yeah. Destiny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is my this is my Destiny PS4. Right. This is my Assassin's Creed PS4. <laughs> Battlefield Four. We're looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. Battlefield Four. Um. Goddamn. What if is you're it, gonna like have twenty gigs of DLC? Yeah. If you're gonna have always on multiplayer. Why make the players keep everything on the hard drives? Yep. Right, and I think that they have. I personally think that the the story is very is very is fairly short compared to a lot of other games like this. And, yeah. I, and I think. Like, and I'm also I'm also nitpicking. I have to say by saying I won't be playing this game four years from now. That's yeah. that's that's pretty that's pretty goddamn obvious. I would think most people don't play games for that long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless it, unless it is an MMO. However, right. that being said, how long have you been playing the Halo series for? Well, that's a series. Right. Destiny, from what Bungie is saying, is their series, potentially, for this next gen of consoles. So you have to be happy with what you're getting now, and you have to continue to play it for the next six, seven, eight years, like you would play the Halo series, only it's just one game with updates. Which I think I made it through ten years with Halo until 343 ruined my day. (laughs) So they have potential to stay in there, but it is going to... They have to really work on keeping it not stale, maybe even updating controls, whatever they have to do... Well, they've already started things. doing some some fun stuff. Right. They had the salvage uh, event this past weekend, yep. which I'm kind of sad that it's not in the main playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the weekly XP bonus in right. the Crucible. They have the dailies. They have the weeklies. They have the raid that literally just released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there they have the these exotic bounties that I just found, found out, out about. about. Yes. Yeah. That your roommate has two of? Fuck yeah. him and everything he stands for? Yeah. yeah. So exotic bounties are... He also has a legendary that he didn't have to buy. Yep. Exotic bounties are bounties that you can get randomly, seemingly randomly at least. That are like five-step bounties. Five-step bounties. So you do one bounty and it moves to the next step. Yeah. And when you complete all five of those, you get an exotic piece of whatever it is referring right. to. So On exotic other, weapons in this right, case. But don't feel bad, Pat. The first one he has, the very first step is complete five strikes without dying. Yeah, he's fucked. He's fucked. He's absolutely he's absolutely mullered. Yeah. Unless he does boring strikes. Even if he does boring strikes, even the most the mo- the lowest level strike in the game still has a section where you can die if you, if, if super something goes easily. Wrong. Or if that fallen walker manages to hit you yeah. straight on with that shot. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. They'll fucking end you. Yeah, doesn't de- matter what level you are. The the first two sections of the of the Earth Strike are just tons and tons of enemies, and something screwy could happen. Yep. And then the Devil Walker, where it has all those one hit kill moves. Yeah. And it's just it could it could just ream you. I mean, granted, it's not a one hit kill for me anymore, but it still does a crap ton. Of damage. Oh god, yeah. It's, especially if you then combine it with his ads, or the Shanksy spawns, or the bouncing grenades. Or his repeater, yeah. Or his rocket launcher. Well, his repeater his never cannon, hits me. He's or like, his, or his near range sort of. Yeah, that's yeah. killed me before. Oh god, yeah. That I 
and it was it was hilarious because I'm faster at that. I the beta. I yelled at one of my fire team mates for being too close to him when it went off. I said, "What do you expect, you idiot?" And then it and then it happened to me like ten minutes later, because yep. um, he surprised me. He surprised the ever living fuck oh, out yeah, of no, me. No, he that has gotten significantly faster since the beta, and he can now pull it off after he's recovering from having his core exposed. Yep. He can do it. He can do it as soon as the core starts going back inside of him. Yep. Which that surprised me once. Yeah, that's how I went down. Yeah, I was like, "Crap! Let me. All I've got left is my shotgun. Let me just run up and boom, 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 boom." And wow. So, and sometimes, if his health is low enough, he won't even expose his core for more than a second. Yeah. Because I think his I think his core exposures are tied to how much health he has. Yep. So if his health is too low and you start to expose his core, he'll go, "Oh nope, my health's already low enough. Thank you very much. I'll be standing back up now." Yeah. Nice. But I think that with all the content it has, um, beyond the single player, and, and I think it's easy to get tied into when, when I was playing the single player, it was easy for me to get bored with it and kind of say, uh, "I don't know about the longevity." Yeah. I because if you if you just go and scream through the single player like or the co op like I did mm-hmm. and like most people did, or it, it was it seemed like you either did that or went through the Crucible. I found myself missing a lot of story personally. Yes, I wanted to talk about that. Thank you for yep. bringing that up. But give me one second to finish my thought, and then yep. we'll definitely I want to jump right. I, on I thought that. that's where you. I thought that's what you were talking about when and you about, said you put um, through it. Yeah. I, but I, I wanted to talk about that. We'll jump right there. Um, but uh, when it comes to the story mission, I think it's easy to get to think about it because you're going from mission to mission to mission to mission. Literally, you're doing the same fucking thing in every mission. It's you're killing a bunch of enemies, going down a few hallways, killing a bunch of enemies in a room, going down a bunch of hallways, killing a bunch of enemies in a room. Um, Peter Dinklage bot. Goes, goes Dinklebot. Dinklebot goes Dinklebot. goes up to a computer and copyright says, oh. rooster teeth. Yeah, yeah. Goes in and says, "Hey, um, I by the way, please protect me for three waves." Yeah. Uh, or by the way, mm-hmm. just a bunch of enemies just spawn, kill them. It's really, really monotonous if you think about it that way. And as you're going through the single player, like and okay, his, his delivery kind of misses sometimes. Oh, too, I, which I can't help. stand it. Um, and I think we'll talk about that when we just talk about the story. Looks yeah. like the fallen are getting smarter. Seems like the whole system is wired to a. I'll, I'll go, go faster. faster. <laughs> yeah. I, I just bot. I don't know that Peter Dinklage was the right. I'm actually writing a review, working on a review for the site too, which will be out in 2016 um, about about Destiny. And one of the things I brought up is Peter Dinklage. I just don't think he's the right fit. And well, it's not even. It's not as hell. It, I don't know if it's that he's not the right fit. I think it's more that he's not a voice, a voice actor. actor. He's a screen actor, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a really different set of skills. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I was literally just watching last night. There's a new documentary on Netflix about voice actors that just came out. And I was just watching it last night, so hearing you talk about that's funny yeah. um, and very true. He just It just sounds like Peter Dinklage just talking to you. It sounds like Tyrion is just talking to you. Mm-hmm. like Well, without the accent. Can't we just stay yeah. here with the murderous robots? Yeah. Um, so that's a little disappointing. But yes, I want to jump to the story that Patrick yeah. was talking about. The problem I have with this game, or one of the only real major problem I have, is as somebody who enjoys a good story... Not only do I not find the story, from what I've seen of it, very compelling, but here's the problem. The missions go on for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, however long a mission goes on for. Or 45 first, minutes or 45 if you keep, minutes dying keep dying like dying. I did on one. Sure. You're playing with your friends. The mission ends. Oh, there's a cutscene at the beginning or the end of the mission, whatever. Sometimes. I Sometimes. think there's only like there four missions There are very few cutscenes, first of all. Yeah. And they're unskippable. They're unskippable, but here's the thing. So when you replay the mission for anything, you yeah. get stuck. But here's the problem, is that because these missions go on for so long and the game is all about loot and all this other stuff, 
and playing with your friends. Here's what, here was my experience, and you guys can tell me if this was your experience. Oh my god, blah, 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 blah. we're playing, we're playing, we're playing, we're playing. All right, boss is over. Peter Dinklage starts talking about something important with the story, but three blue items is dropped over there. Oh, I gotta and, go get those. And oh man, that was a crazy raid and or a crazy a crazy strike and holy shit. Yeah. And let's dance around and jump around the room and just chill out after that boss battle. Oh, look, I got new gear. Oh, now we're there's going, a cutscene happening. There's yeah, a cutscene happening. Let me look That's at my okay. new gear. That's okay. Option. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look at what I got. Upgrade. Oh, I can upgrade this. Oh, I just leveled up in this mission, so I can upgrade these three things. Right. Oh, what did you get? Oh, that's fucking great. Oh, next strike. That, there's so that was my experience with the story in this Le game. The first time through the cutscenes, I did not do that. Now I do it all the time. Yeah. I, now, did you play with uh, friends when you did yes. that? Yes. So I, I was playing with my friend, and okay. I just couldn't. I could. We were just. All we right. were. We were gone. So we were. I we were did, doing something else. So I did all of the story missions solo, mm -hmm. and I can say that I've had a very different experience. Yes. Um, because I actually got to sit down and be like, okay, so they're introducing this thing, and then they've hinted at this, which they're not going to get into today, but maybe we'll get into in an expansion. That seems kind of cool. Like your ex, like your exo waifu, and the people, and the sort of forces she served. Yeah, she's got, like, no characterization whatsoever. It, no. it drives me up the wall. But um, it hint, but her character hints at another faction. Sort of working, sort of behind the scenes, yeah, doing other stuff. She says, "I've seen things born out there in the darkness you wouldn't believe," right, or something along those lines, right. And then you've got the guy who only shows up on Saturdays, the servant of the nine. Yep. And it's like there's these things that are being hinted at that, dear God, I hope they get into. I can tell you with full confidence that I know absolutely nothing about the story in this game. The only thing I know about is at one point you have to get a head of a gate lord for a dude so they can rip the eyeball out and give it to you for some reason. That's all I know about the story in the entire game. Okay. I know I know quite a bit more than that, but the thing that stuck with me more than the story, which is which is odd for a bungee game for me, because generally the thing that sticks with me in the bungee games is not the gameplay but the story, mm -hmm. because bungee games in the past, specifically Halo uh would have things in the gameplay that would drive me up the wall yeah like um loved halo one mm -hmm. didn't like the backtracking missions yep. yep that were essentially the exact same mission i'd already done before but backwards and with different enemies yep. but i kind of got sucked into the universe because right. they were so good at showing and not telling and hinting right. and Right. And Destiny really isn't that for me. Yeah, Destiny yeah. is holy shit. I love playing this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Is the well, gameplay no, and, is and, so and, much and, tighter. And I don't really mean it. I don't really mean when I say that about the story that I don't know anything about. It's true. Yeah. I really don't. I legit know nothing about it at all. Yeah. Okay. So but, here. So Dan, here's what you need to do. Start a hunter. Play through single player, solo. Why a second character? Uh, because hunters are fantastic for doing solo work. Oh, okay. And they're uh, and they're noob friendly. Yeah. But but they have. Not that you're a noob, Dan. But, well, no, but I'm just. But hunters I'm just, have. I like to bag on hunters because they're the ones that always give me shit in the crucible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because they're. Uh, one of my friends Hunter posited that here. the only reason I think the hunter is overpowered is because there are so goddamn many of them yeah. that there are obviously going to be more good hunter players because everybody's playing them. Yeah, let's actually hold that thought for yeah, the crucible right. discussion because I'd love to talk about OPs. Right, right. But, yeah. OP but hunters have a skill set that is more suited to doing solo okay. work. Yep. Um, well, well, yes and no. 
it the they, super is not good for solo work at all. No. Golden Gun is not. Yeah. Titans um, is good for solo work. Yeah, and so is the Warlock. Yeah. Right. Which is the same but thing the, as the Titan except long range, I think. It's, that's what it seems like at least. Yeah, and it's more awesome. Yeah. yeah. Because the Titan sucks. Because I'm a Warlock. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that as well. Next, I think that'll be the next thing after this. We'll probably take a break and then talk about it. Go ahead. Right. The, the whole point about with the whole point of the gunslinger class in Hunter though is that you can get to the point where you don't need anyone to cover you while right. you reload. Right. Yep. Because it's chain of woe. I just snipe this thing in the face. All my guns reload quicker. Up. Oh, I need to. Re- oh, my gun ran dry and I don't have chain of woe. Let me throw a knife into this thing's face, killing him, triggering chain of woe, and now I can reload my empty gun. So a friend of mine who plays a hunter started having chain of woe pop up on the screen and he had no idea what it was and he asked me what it was i'm like dude you're the hunter figure it out yeah <laughs> i don't know your tech tree chain of woe is the is so fantastic so i mean so that for me like I'm, i don't mean any describe it to the game by saying i don't know the story it's just not that type of game for me i guess it's all about the gameplay yeah and it's glorious yeah yes that's another thing to say is i really i find the game fun to play and i find it that controls well and yeah it's the only been, thing, the only thing that occasionally happens that I hate is, and it's just a function of the fact that it's a first-person shooter and there's a lot of shit everywhere. Is that sometimes I get when I'm fighting a boss or something, I get stuck in geometry or yeah. in like on a wall, yeah. and get picked off or something, and that kind of sucks. But it's also a first-person shooter. And, so and the one thing I hate is I've started to get crucible lag, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So Pat and I have been doing Halo Four for hype and gripe. Ha 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 ha. ha. Uh, soul crushing. Um, and yeah, we've been running into the, we just these last few episodes we've been running into. Wow, crap! We are so used to destiny that destiny now. Yep. <laughs> we uh, I can't tell you how many times I died because I pressed the wrong goddamn button. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been busy meleeing things because I'm like, why aren't the iron sights coming up? Yeah, it's similar experience to when you switch your subclass. Yeah, in Destiny, and then all of a sudden, all of your abilities are stripped. Or from you, you, or you strike. Like, oh crap! Or you start a strike, and you're like, "Wait, where'd my triple jump go?" Oh fuck, that's right. I didn't yeah. switch it back from Blade. S- same friend who didn't know what Chain of Woe was, uh, was at level something or other, and he didn't know what the subclass is. He he's like, "Oh, I didn't unlock the subclass." Yes, you did. <laughs> you did it at level fifteen. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, it didn't tell me." That's because you d- d- stop. Figure it out. Just. <laughs> Stop. It's it's stop posting. It's like it's it's just just please just and he's he's not he's not normally he's not I think he's expecting the game to give him things. And Destiny does not give you things. No, it doesn't. It does not. You have to go out there and earn that shit. Yeah. So I, so I think that what we're doing here is we're segueing into the next segment, which I think I want to take a quick break, let us collect our voices, get something to drink, let yeah. people kind of recoup kind of for parched. a second. When we come back, I want to talk about our experience because we all played different classes but and we, did we did we even talk about the ending because we kind of sort of did oh we yeah we really did talk, yeah we did i don't know anything about the ending except i didn't like the boss battle again I don't yeah know we did we did, ca- we did kind of yeah. talk about it um and we didn't talk about the fan theory yet but we can save that for later yeah, yeah. we can talk we can save the fan we'll, theory so we'll come back to that after um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about when we get back we're gonna some break we're gonna talk about classes the ending the ending or a few fan theories and, and the we're also gonna that. talk about 
back. And we're fed. We're not drunk, but we drank stuff. Not alcoholic. <laughs> most awkward, most awkward <laughs> like, opening ever. We've been quenched. Yeah, we um, have been quenched. There. So we. before we get to talking about the classes and subclasses, I'm going to have. Um, Tristan and Patrick wanted to talk about treasure chests on Mars as a little well, aside. So I wanted to let them get to in it. General. Yeah, they were really cool at the beginning when you would get set loot. Yeah, finding them. Like, oh like man, a, this is just like right a new sparrow. Yeah, that I then get a duplicate of, <laughs> or a sparrow that I had a duplicate of. Yeah, because I got the limited edition. Right. <laughs> Except mine was in blue, and the limited edition was in red. So. Yep. But um. <clears throat> The gold chests on Mars are just awful. Yeah, they are. I spent so long looking for them thinking I would find another ship schematic, and instead I got level 12 and level 10 gear in a level 16 to 18 area. Yep. Just no. No. <laughs> awful. Just no. Awful. Why? All right, they got that other system. Now let's talk yep. about classes. Um, so, interestingly enough, all three of us <laughs> played a different class. Uh, yep. So I played the Titan. I played the Hunter. And I played the Wizlock. Warlock. <laughs> Wizard. Numlock? So, we're going to talk about our differing experiences. Our experience, with, our experience with the other classes, and I assume this will inevitably end up being a conversation about Crucible, which is why that's the next thing we're going to talk about. Yep. Uh, so, one of you two, I'll throw the ball up in the air and somebody somebody grab it. Let's talk about Warlock, as I think I've talked a lot about Hunter in the past because of yep. beta and stuff. Well, the Warlock is... They get to wear the really cool coats. Yeah, they do. And uh, the, the one problem with the Warlock that I found is the... Well, there are two. One is a really stupid petty reason, and the other is a gameplay reason. The really stupid petty reason is the Warlock of the three classes has the absolutely least noticeable class armor. Mm-hmm. It's just a little dinky armband. It's boring. It's whatever. But Yeah. And most of them look awful. Um, that's, that's my petty complaint. Oh, is it the mark you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my major gameplay complaint with the, uh, with the Warlock is it's jump tech. Yep. It's awful. It was not awful for me in the beta as far as I can, as, as far as I was concerned. It has become awful for me in the full game. There are chests I cannot reach because I do not have the lift because essentially the jetpack is the Halo 4 jetpack possibly the halo reach jet uh, excuse me the jump tech is the jetpack from the halo series it does not go up really it mm-hmm. goes it, it, it crosses moves you in the direction you are going and it's momentum based which means if you don't match the a button right away you will plummet yeah um even the blink which is a short range teleport which is infinitely better than the boost than the um a jetpack boost uh is also momentum based which makes no sense um also, the, it is very difficult to learn how to use the blink right away because uh, I can't tell you how many things I jumped off of by accident because I didn't know where the blink would take me. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Titan is the exact opposite. It's very, very vertical. Uh, yeah. It just it basically takes off. And it takes you I never had a problem getting to any treasure chest once yeah. I had lift. Um, I was playing with my roommate, and I've played with you as well with the Hunter class, and it seems like every now and then, even though there's a triple jump, there's still some issues and some concerns getting to certain areas without kind of making these little footholds these little stop gaps everywhere yep yeah well but you could all right so i have fully upgraded so talking jump tech i have fully upgraded my jump tech yep 
uh, as my as a hunter. And yeah, so some so triple jumping, you have to plan out each jump if you really want to get somewhere hard to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a higher jump, which gives you puts you back to double jump, where your double jumps are much higher. Yep. There's also double jump with better control, which gives you better air mobility. Nice. But let me just talk, tell you, gentlemen, about the glorious, glorious thing that is triple jumping. I can do a straight out two ninety degree turns in midair. Mm-hmm. Triple jumping, right? It's awesome. Right, and lift has an, a feature that gives you more control, where you can control your direction you're going. Yep. But I, I found that literally lift was, in my opinion, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Titan class. I think lift is definitely the best for getting around places out of the three um, that are there because you can literally you can kind of shoot forward pretty well, or you can shoot right up in the air really high. I can get to places that, you know, there, there were parts where I was 200 feet up in the air, like sniping enemies with my hand cannons. That's what I use. Um, but 200 feet in the air, like on these, like, crate, you know, the top of these giant doors and stuff like that. Because So, did you ever manage to get to the top of that huge-ass thing on the moon? You know when you get to the moon and you first land and there's that really long thing that just sort of stretches all the way across and connects to the first big building i didn't try but i could probably get there i got there super easily nice once i nice. got triple jump yeah and it was great because i could just it just seems like just triple jump along and be like of, oh hey yeah. Pink. and triple jump requires a lot of thoughts and planning out where you're jumping where it looks just like well, All right, i want to go there well triple jump can also save your fucking ass because right. it lets you double jump at, after falling so yep. basically the way Double jumping or triple jumping. Unlike works. the Warlock's Lift, which if you're already falling, you're done. Yeah, yeah you can glide to your death. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, that's the same with um, Or blink Titan. to your death. That's the, that's the same with Titan, where if you're pretty right. much falling, you're you're not going to go up very high. You're just going to kind of, you know, I have soften the fall. I have saved myself from falling to my death multiple times thanks to triple right, jumping. Because right. uh, the way it works is the first time your feet leave the ground, mm-hmm. either because you jump or you fall, counts as your first jump. Mm-hmm. So if you fall, you can double jump. You can just double jump and just go, oh, shit, whoop, and hop back. Yeah. Triple, with triple jump, it's I'm falling. I can double jump, and then I can double, ju- then I can double jump again to get out of there. Okay. Like, I have driven my sparrow full speed over a ravine, hopped off midway, and just chumped all the way across. Like, I can cover crazy distance doing long triple jumping. As opposed to just trying to do like vertical triple right, jumping, right, right, right. it's fantastic. Nice. Yep. Um, I guess I should talk more, a little bit more about the uh, the warlock yeah. beyond the jump tech. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about jumping for another for another five minutes. Uh, the warlock, especially the void walker. I I'm I'm still raw on the sun singer, but I'll talk about the void walker first. The void walker is the first wiz, uh, subclass you get for the warlock. Um, void walker has the three base abilities. The grenade, which can damage over time, or it can be, um, or it can be uh, something that splits into a bunch of little motes of void energy that track people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, th- I think has ones like that too. Yeah, and in the Sunsinger has the exact same ability, but the grenades are the same with the two classes. They're they're damage over time, and they're really fun to use against large swarms of enemies because they're dumb as shit. They just mm-hmm. sit in it. Um, and bosses especially, they're too slow to get out of it. Um, 
the melee I find to be very fun um, because it basically, if you hit kill an enemy with melee, it disintegrates them. Uh, I don't know if that's true for every class. I know it's true for the Sunsinger and the, um, well, for the Sunsinger, it's technically incineration. But for the you, Void, yeah, for the Void Walker, you punch him and you do, you could do Life Drain, which I stu stuck with for a while. You can do Energy Drain, which actually restores your cooldowns on the other abilities. Um, I generally go for Energy Drain because why the hell not? Especially when we have such good gr grenades. Yep. And, um,. I just, I just really like, and the super, I'm just in love with. There's something about jumping in the air, and maybe it's because I watched Dragon Ball Z in the ki as a kid that I just really like the idea of having a Kamehameha that I can shoot at the enemies at any given time. What is the other special? The other special is interesting, and I've been playing a lot of Sunsinger recently because I've maxed out my Voidwalker. Um, my Voidwalker subclass, I should say. I don't have two separate characters yet. Um, the other super... Uh, I thrust my hand in the air and I get surrounded by fire, and I take reduced damage. It increases the rate of cooldown for my grenades and my melee, mm -hmm. uh, and it has a couple other abilities. It can further reduce damage, it can buff the cooldowns of people near me, or it can bring me back from the dead. Jesus. And let me say this, I have a pretty quick grenade cooldown as it is. Yeah. Um... And I have yet to unlock another ability that he will get eventually call, uh, that gives me an extra grenade, so I can have two grenades for one charge. Um, with the super active, I can throw six grenades before my super runs out. Yeah. And if I have two grenades, then I can 12. throw 12. <laughs> uh, the only setback to this particularly lovely, lovely, lovely power is that it doesn't create orbs of light very much mm -hmm. because the grenades aren't really killers they're damage dealers if i do kill something i do get orbs of light okay um it also powers up the melee i've noticed uh because instead of and i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the crucible for a minute um <laughs> i can one hit kill people with full shields with my melee if i ha if it's charged and Wait, i'm using my super in the crucible you can one hit kill people with your super no, 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 with the melee while my super's active. Oh, okay. Sorry, but punch them in the face! Yeah, like, because the super doesn't do any damage on its own. Right. It just buffs me, and it allows my melee to one-hit kill. It's Super Saiyan mode. These, yeah. these supers become a problem in Crucible, which might get been, to. and we'll get there. Uh, um, unfortunately, the Sunsinger does not get the blink jump tech. It just stays with the jetpack bullshit yep. nonsense. But, but I do God. like it, and the flavor text for both of them is just great. <laughs> I think it's I think it's great that you're playing a class of the Sunsinger now, similar to um, the Defender and the Titan class, uh, where I feel like the Hunter from playing with my roommate who and from you, uh, Tristan, who both play Hunters. Hunters seem like a very very self sufficient class. Like they yeah. are the Lone Ranger, and they don't care about anybody else, and they're going to take all the kills, and they're going to do this, that, and the other thing. Well, yep. Well, I found that. Even in strike missions, mm -hmm. I may not have the most kills, mm -hmm. but I sure as fuck have the most assists. Yep. Oh, I've, well, see, I've, usually I'm, I'm also usually doing the yeah. lion's share of damage to bosses. Actually, I usually end up with the most kills, mm -hmm. especially when I'm playing as my Void Walker. Right. Because I, I just beam things with that super. I right. Usually end up and with the crowd most, control. Yeah. Yeah, I usually end up with the fewest kills and the most assists. Yep. Um, with, with my class, but I'm playing defender now. Um, 
Oh, and I, sh- I we should say one thing before going on. This is not your typical MMO in which there is a DPS, a tank, and a healer. No. Yeah. It, the, every single class is kind of self-sufficient in its own way. Yeah. Um, granted, some classes are better for Crucible and some are not. Though I think, I think that the idea, if you're going to talk tank, DPS, healer, I think the idea, especially when you get into the sub, the, the second subclass, yep. is that the Warlock is the tank. The and this is just my from just thinking yeah about because it. The, the warlock, warlock is the, the tank. sunsinger has the the damage resistance the the uh, hunter is your dps and the titan is your medic or your yeah healer. because the, I believe that dome actually gives you a shield it it, it so I'm gonna talk about that yeah it's yeah. really it's really cool um so uh, is it okay if I jump into mine go go right ahead sure so I'm I played the titan and uh, the titan has two classes the striker and which I f- forgot that was even a thing because I just assumed it was just Titan, but it's mm-hmm. the Striker or yep. the Defender. Um, so the the Striker is your is your tank. Um, I guess you would be your main tank if you were at the beginning of the game. Yep. Uh, because I think a lot. Of, I played a little bit of the Titan mm-hmm. in beta, yep. and if I remember correctly, a lot of the uh, a lot of the abilities uh, were around damage resistance right. and health recovery. Yeah, and recovery in general. The problem yeah. with the problem with tanks in this game that i found maybe i'm just not getting the right the right loot and gear the problem i've found with this game is that you assign these tanks and you'd think that a, that a, that a titan mm-hmm. this giant suit of armor with his special being run right up to somebody and smash them in the face would be your tank and everything would sort of befit a tank the problem is i found that the armor isn't any better for for the titan than it is for the hunter or the warlock, which means you're not really getting any sort of, you know, boost in defense. Right. You get a you're slight not... boost from your abilities, but you're still going to get t- killed just as quickly for the most part as your friends, and you're going to be right up in somebody's face. And in addition to that, the there's no such there's no aggro. Right. Uh, beyond for, whatever's for the, for the done Titan, the most right. damage to mm-hmm. you to the bosses is going to is going to be the one who gets pointed at. Exactly. And since the Titan's not a damage dealer, exactly. the boss is going to ignore it. Now. If it played properly, like a, like a, I say properly with quotations because what's proper and what's not, you know. But and also you're not an MMO player, right? And also not an MMO player, so it's like, what the fuck do I know? But if played like I understand, uh, tank should play with the aggro and everything like that. And if a boss was targeting the person who did the most damage, the tank should be in the front of the boss's face dealing the most damage, right? <laughs> but you just right. can't be, or, that. or at least doing right. some way, sort of shout that yeah. gra- that yeah, aggroes yeah, 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 the boss, yeah, yeah. right? The way the way it really works is you've got your hunters dealing crap tons of damage very quickly yeah, yeah. With, with precision damage to bosses, which draws the bosses. Mm-hmm. So basically, the hunter runs in, does as much damage as he possibly can from a distance, or up close if you're playing placing over yeah, get but... to, and then uses his great mobility checks, his triple jump, to get out of the way of right. the boss. And so the sneak in, bam, 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 bam. and the warlock oh is either charging up at super to do scads of damage. Right. Or charging up a super to reset the cooldowns right. reset of the, cooldown, the other two. And then draw the and then draw the boss away. Yep. Whereas then the Titan And then is throw twenty seven grenades. Right. Right. <laughs> the problem with the Titan or, or the or the Warlock is taking care of the additional enemies. Yep. The problem I have with the Titan, and the reason why 
sort of the joke right now. The running joke is that the Titan's a useless piece of shit compared to the other two classes. Believe it or not, I've had people tell me that the Titan is OP, and I and I have argued with them at yeah. length. I think um, everything is OP. I, I, in that, we're going to get to that. We're yeah. going to get to the yeah. multiplayer. I think at the beginning, I think I, at the beginning of the game when it first came out, I think Titan was OP and multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I see. I think it was the hunter because he was close me. quarters. Yeah, with his fucking shotgun and his and his super. I think the Titan was OP at the beginning, but I think now that people oh. have expanded. It's oh, not. I'm going to talk Hunter close range to you in a sec. Yes. <laughs> yeah. the, that's the other thing, too, is there really isn't a benefit I've found other than the, the, the talent tree, which doesn't really befit a Titan or a Hunter or a Warlock in one way or the other. Yep. A, a, a Warlock and a Hunter can be just as proficient as a Titan with a shotgun. Yeah. Also, the um, the thing about the talent tree is it has those two those yep. two columns of mm-hmm. armor, recovery, yes. and agility Speed, yep. that agility. aren't really... Explained. Yeah, like agility doesn't seem to do anything. I noticed that too. I noticed that I didn't really find. Ooh, I'm really upgrading my guys. Naturally, the Titan. I figured like a tank, I'd upgrade all of his defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never really noticed it doing any big, making a difference at all. So I'm, I was still getting killed either in one hit or barely getting scratched. Yeah. So it's probably I, something that would be explained in like a guide or maybe, yeah, something like it. Um, but. I've recently switched over my build to focus more on armor and recovery, mm-hmm. and I've noticed I've. So, I've actually noticed that I'm taking less damage from snipers. Okay. Yeah. Like, where before a sniper would take me down to, like, half, it takes me down to, like, maybe a fourth. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, I just got... It goes, oh, fuck, I just got sniped. Well, take you, da- take you down by a fourth, you mean. Right. Yeah, okay. Because that, that would be... That would mean you're taking more damage, Tristan. Right, right. <laughs> um, I'll just sit here and wait till we get to me for 100. Yes. Yeah. Um, But... <clears throat> That was the Titan to me when I was playing through the the game was sort of like, well, I'm not quite as good as that other guy. Yep. That Oh, you mean like a warrior in World of Warcraft. However However, then after Stop beating asking the game, him MMO questions. After beating beating the game and continuing to explore, I was introduced to the Defender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Defender isn't fucking valuable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that uh, I was saved on one of the bounties. We were talking about the bounties earlier. Yeah. Actually, no, we haven't actually we touched haven't talked on the about bounties. bounties. Yeah. But there, there's a bounty. They're basically daily quests. Yes. Um, if you play MMOs, you get I think twelve. You yeah, get twelve. And, and I think if they're still listening now, they probably are familiar yeah. with the bounties yeah. from this game. Yeah. They, it, they're twelve. You get six for right. the co-op campaign, right. and you get six for the Crucible. Right. One for the one that keeps showing up for the co-op campaign is do get nine thousand XP yes. in a single life without yeah. dying. Yeah. Okay. I have a Titan friend that I play with constantly who's been leveling up as Defender. He saved my ass when I was about eight thousand XP deep yeah. into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By activating his shield when I walked through a door and there was an enemy sitting right there about to punch my lights out. Yeah. So he saved my ass with that class. Yeah. So Defender is super special because it's the true, in my opinion, the true support class of the game. And it's fun to be... Yeah. I've always loved support. Like, that, even going yeah. back to playing the old games like Battlefield, being the medic and running around with my fucking defibrillator. I've always loved... And you Don't you die on me, soldier! Yeah. <laughs> Clear! Patch yourself up! And I wasn't expecting. I didn't know what the subclasses were, so I wasn't anticipating. I was playing Titan because my friends were going to be playing Hunter and Warlock, and I wanted to yep. try something different. But Defender is my jam. <laughs> Defender, not only does he have the lift move, the same capacity that, that the Striker has, so he's just as mobile, which isn't to say he's very mobile, but he can, you know, his, his right. jump is You can great. get up there if you Yeah, I can get up there. Um, the shield is incredible. Uh, it's called War- Ward of Dawn. And what it basically does is it's a shield. Now, 
it lasts forever. It lasts a <laughs> long time. I actually haven't even gotten the upgrade, which to increases the duration. And the cool thing about the shield is you can actually choose once you level them up enough what ability Ward of Dawn brings to the people who are standing inside yeah. of it, yourself included. Which is uh, which is um, that that standard operating procedure for Destiny. Okay, yeah. you get to choose between like three things that your abilities can right, do. right. But with, right. The, with in the yeah. case of the shield, what it yeah. does is it 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 affects what buffs everybody in the shield gets. Right. So. So and I know that there there are, you know other options and stuff. Oh so. no, I'm ju- I'm just saying it for the benefit of the listener. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Because I I might not have been entirely clear when I was saying the different things. About, oh yeah that that, yeah. that the warlock can do yeah yeah yeah. Um. So when you're in it right now, the first one you get is defense. So you get armor. The defender also has an amazing fucking ability that's standard. Mm-hmm. His melee attack, if it kills, gives you a shield. Nice. Yep. I, the Sunstinger has that ability too. Yeah. Actually. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, no. It's not even if it yeah. kills. It's if it hits. Maybe it's if it hits too. I yeah. I, I forgot all about that, and that's OP as hell. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 We'll get to it. It's all. It's awesome. So basically, I melee kill somebody. Yeah. Again, Crucible. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um. Basically, the defender is. We're god. almost there, Dan. The defender is god in Crucible control. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> for obvious, well, we'll talk about it in a second, but um. So yeah, you can give increased defense and a shield to everybody inside of the of there. You can give them increased attack power. Yeah. So if you know you're doing, you know, you and your party are in there, and a bunch of enemies come in, they're like just uber gods when it comes to their weapon damage and just killing everything that walks in there. There's all sorts of cool abilities. It also saves a lot of people's asses. Reviving people becomes easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you are actually fighting a boss and your dude is laying dead in the middle of nowhere, because uh, you can pull up a shield, revive them, and then they can kind of chill out and. And there are some things that go through the shield. That you can, well, you can, you can run through the shield. Well, no, no, no. Some, some attacks will just go straight through it. I haven't I've seen, seen any... Sh- they have usually, like, stomp attacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any physical, any physical movement can go inside the shield. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, I think Fogoth stomped next to the shield oh, okay. of one of my friends, and it actually, like, pushed him out of it. Oh, okay. So that, that's, okay. that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so physical attacks and enemies can go through in and out. Um, I think there's an They're ability... very hesitant, though. Was that? They're very hesitant to go in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think, and this is... I'm thinking about it when we were talking. I don't know if this is just coincidence, because it doesn't say it anywhere, at least that I've seen. Yep. Um, but it seems like it does draw aggro. I could yeah. be wrong, but it seems like in every situation where I put up the shield, enemies just turn and start coming at me. I think, it's activating, at me. I think it's activating a super... Just in general makes just the boss an- antsy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But because it's a shield and it's just sitting there, it kind of draws aggro in a, in a cool way. Yeah. And I think it's the longest lasting super it just by it lasts so just long. by design. Well, sh- we'll get to Bladesinger. I don't want to talk about that. Bladesinger's super is ridiculous. Um, Blade Dancer, right? Or it's Gunslinger, I think. Blade Gunslinger Dan- and Blade, Blade Dancer, Dancer, I think. Yeah. Okay. Because it's it's Sunsinger. I okay, think is what I'm you're. Sorry. I think you're. Uh, Dancer, yeah. I think you're creating a portmanteau. It doesn't matter. It's uh. That's a ten cent word. It's fantastic, and we'll get to that. Um, but I mean, other than that, I really don't know what else to. I think the Titan was pretty pretty sufficiently covered. There. I think uh, of the three classes, I think the Titan might be the most balanced. Mm-hmm. But this is me looking at it from the outside looking in. Right. Because it the even that super with how awesome it is on paper it's yeah. still just a glorified armor lock from halo reach where yeah. you can't do anything outside yeah. of the mm-hmm. of the thing you can go outside of it but you have to go outside no, 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 of it i mean to do like anything. yeah i yeah i mean right. like it's just a matter of somebody sitting outside and waiting for it to go down right it might be inconvenient but in the end you can only hold one control point that way right um in control 
Unless so, all of your team are defenders. Yeah, that would be that would be awful. Yeah. Oh, if God. you had a team of six defenders in a crucible and just you had two, two on, on a point, each. Two on a point with maximum intellect bonus to yeah. reduce cooldown. And that would just be I, I guarantee you by the end of that match, people would just be grabbing pikes and sparrows and trying to run you over and, yeah, and yeah. actually fight you. <laughs> And, and, of course, tomorrow when six people are doing this, because our six listeners all play Destiny on yeah. the same console. Um, You'll know who to blame. Yeah. But uh, it, it just seems like... Because I find that the super for the Warlock in both cases is just so much damage dealing. Well, I think the Hunter's like that, too, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, the Hunter is, too. But... The hunter also can jump. I, th- I think that I think that the hunter is more um, singular, singular, and I think that the um, I think the hunter is built for PvP. Yeah, it, it is built for PvP. The hunter is also um, more singular. Uh, all of its supers are designed for one thing at a time. The, I think the warlock, from what I'm hearing, is more uh, AOE. Well, not so much AOE because of, uh, but just sort of yeah. damage. Crowd dealing. control, crowd, crowd control, control, and a, and a little bit of support. Mm-hmm. From right, the uh, right. from the Sunsinger yep. super, but yeah. not not mostly, a terrible whole lot. Mostly just yeah. All right. Uh, so hunters, you've been waiting. You've been waiting your turn. Sir. So hunters. Okay. So I've talked a bit about. Uh, Let's move on to the Crucible now. About gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the big thing was that during the beta, oh, we're talking about the Crucible right now. We're talking about hunters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the big thing was that during the during the beta, you could only get part way through gunslinger. Yep. So you got. Gunslinger and Blade Dancer. And, and you couldn't both, even touch Blade Dancer in the beta. You couldn't even touch Blade Dancer. Uh, both subclasses are designed to have, like, one of two builds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or you can sort of mix and match and blend. So Gunslinger is about reducing your cooldowns and doing crap tons of precision damage. And included in your cooldowns, you mean reloading as well. Right. Yeah. So your cooldown of shooting things in the face. Yep. Because um, you showed me the reload the other day, and it's it's so goddamn. Fast. Oh my god! Oh, that's another thing. Um, one of the Titans' abilities as a defender that you get is if it's like if you I forget what, I think it's the melee if you melee kill or if you pull up the shield and you're in the shield now. Um, it says they it, it actually use the word blindingly. It says you reload weapons and fire blindingly fast. What well, is the Titan the one that has the flashbang grenade? Yes. Yeah, that's another thing. I, I forgot. I kept getting hit with that in Crucible the other day. It's funny. I it might be one of the most effective was. grenades. At, yeah. Uh, but nobody really uses it because it doesn't deal damage. The well, grenade I use now as a defender, yeah. well, it deals very little damage compared to. A lot it of also players. it also makes it impossible to tell friend or foe. Yeah. Because yeah. the very nature of the Crucible is the only way you tell friend or foe is by the color of the health bar. Yeah. And the flashbang gets rid of the color of the health bar for a very long time. Yeah. Um, uh conceivably right the other thing um the grenade that i use with the titan or that i'm using with the, i'm sorry not the titan well yeah the titan but the yeah. defender is a magnetic sticky grenade mm-hmm. yep which is unfucking believable hunters get that so good yeah on blade yeah. dancer yeah. which i will get to yeah okay Go all ahead. right so, so back so to so hunter gun, sorry gunslinger about that. is about dealing massive amounts of damage to individual targets yeah or to very few select targets very very quickly yep um like the one-shot kill with the the golden gun. Well, the golden gun is not a one-shot. It's a one-shot kill in PvP. Yeah, that's what I mean. But in PvE, that's all that matters. it is not. Right. Like, I may, sometimes I have to use... Okay. So the problem with golden gun is that it can't score critical damage. Right. It does a good bit of damage, like usually on part of the rocket, and you get three shots. Uh, but those shots have to connect. Yep. 
and it doesn't do critical damage, right. which is important because a lot of the gunslinger's abilities focus on when you kill something with precision damage. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's sort of counterintuitive. Right. So for gunslinger, the two builds are going like gung ho for golden gun. Because you can get powers that reduce its cooldown, that makes it over-penetrate and shoot through targets, that makes the targets you kill explode, mm-hmm. damaging other targets nearby. Yep. Those last two, if you want the Golden Gun to actually be useful against a group of enemies, are required. Yep. Otherwise, it is only good for killing three things. The other route you can go with Gunslinger is knife throwing. And knives are the best fucking melee ability in the game. Well, yeah. Yep. Because they are a ranged melee that can score critical hits. You can also have them set things on fire. You can get a second throwing knife. And you can get an ability where if you score if you score a critical hit with a throwing knife, not a critical kill, just a critical hit, it immediately resets the thro- the cooldown of your throwing knife. So you and they are they are perfect for the mid-range because of right. their arc. Mm-hmm. So I've gone... Probably re- like the Tomahawks from Cock of Duty. Yeah, Modern yeah. Gay Fuck Cock Spooker. of Duty. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you do them too close... I'm a fan. If you do them too close, you don't actually throw the knife. You just do a standard melee. If you do them too far, you're not just going to hit the ground unless you really rear back for a long-range shot, which is really yeah. hard to pull off. But they are perfect for the mid-range. Which is where Hunter is kind of weak. Because Hunter is fantastic close up. Yep. And fantastic far it has, away. It has the fastest melee. Has the fastest melee. And it's really and good there's at Blade Dancer. Yeah. But the but the best part about Gunslinger is the ability Chain of Woe. Yep. And I've said before the Chain of Woe is fantastic. Here's what it does in a nutshell. Well, just, uh, just to give you an analogy before Tristan explains it in detail, it's sort of similar to the stacks of anarchy in Borderlands 2 for the Mechromancer. Right. Sort of. Gotcha. So <laughs> so what so what Circle of Woe does, Chain of Woe does, is when you kill an enemy with with precision damage, you gain a bonus to your reload speed for any gun. It lasts about 10 seconds, but it can stack up to 3 times. So if and then you can get, say, a sniper rifle, where if your last shot is a precision kill with, with, with that weapon, it, the reload is faster. If you go... So if your last three shots with that sniper rifle, which I've got, are three precision kills, you reload that sucker faster than you can blink. And it's a sniper rifle. Right. When I have Chain of Woe on, I don't care about the reload time of my weapons. It doesn't matter if it's the slowest loading hand cannon. It doesn't matter with Chain of Woe. Because I will get those precision kills, and it will reload like a motherfucker. Or say I've got, say, a rocket launcher that is empty that I need to reload because I'm fighting a boss. Guess what I can do? I can throw a throwing knife and use it to critically hit and kill an enemy... And because that counts, it improves the reload time of all my weapons, including the empty rocket launcher I'm carrying. One hit kill supers, no reload time. Sounds perfect for PvP. That's gunslinger. Sounds totally balanced. Well, but you pick one or the other. 
Yeah. You don't get both. You don't get crazy fuck awesome golden gun and crazy fuck awesome throwing knives. You pick one. Yeah, but you get crazy reload speed. True. But you have to actually be able to hit shit. Yeah. And if you can't aim for crap, that's not going to do you any good. I find that a lot of people in PvP are just... Well, I'll get more to my problems with the golden gun. (laughs) Blade Dancer... Is even worse for PvP. (laughs) So, Blade Dancer Dancer has two builds. Either a completely melee-centric build... Or a stealth build. Yeah. Uh, I will say that the melee ability, though, in Blade Dancer is not as good as throwing knives. It's basically a short. It's basically the blink warlock move with a uh, with a melee strike at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's a super quick dash forward, mm-hmm. stab to the face. Yeah. Um. So, but the range on it is really weird. Like, I can't quite get the feel for what the range should be. Um, also, I think uh, I think I should mention a disclaimer. We've we've forgotten to touch on a few abilities along the way. Yeah, and Dan. So really, yeah, we forgot about the um, the charge ability for the Titan. Oh yeah, which I never used, but is really cool. Yeah, and the and the fact that the Sun Singer lights everything on fire, which yeah. should have been obvious. Um, the Gunslinger does that too, yeah. from Incendiary Knives and in, and the Incendiary Grenades. Yeah. Uh, so Gunslinger gets Incendiary Grenades, which are honestly what I've just been using this whole time. Right. Uh, they get the Scatter Grenade, Yep. which launches the little drones, which is cool because you can kind of set it up for area denial because they wait there until something gets too close. Yep. But they don't do nearly enough damage. Yep. Whereas if I lob an incendiary grenade right under someone, it's going to hit them for like over a thousand damage, right? And set them on fire. Which I think there are. I think there are damage bonuses if you hit somebody square with a grenade. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then the the, uh, the the blade uh, the, the blade dancer also has a one hit kill grenade. Let me get to this. This is my section. You guys have a chance. <laughs> no, no. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm saying that we're, because we're, I'm not 100 percent right. sure. We're getting you and our audience and then, pumped for our discussion about PvP. And then. The third grenade gunslinger gets is a uh, laser trip mine, which is useless in PVE. Decent for area denial, though. Now, it doesn't work at all on PVE because the, the, the mobs just... The, it's, it's too hard to set up ahead of time because okay. mobs usually won't chase after you unless there's something like a thrall. In which case, right. I can just shank them in the face anyways well, I with mean, my it, basic melee attack and kill them. It would help you on... Uh, I can think of one location right away is... Um, the Fogoth fight. If you're up top where those cursed thralls spawn, you could set up a trip mine and they wouldn't get the drop on you. True. Um, but then again, that's a very to... specific situation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Blade Dancer has three. Two of which I have unlocked thus far. The first one that Blade Dancer gets is a Tiki Grenade. Just like the Plasma Grenade in Halo. Yep. Yep. It, now, if you miss, it does almost no area of effect damage. Right. Like, it has a very small area of effect, and that area of effect is crappy tiny. Which is actually the exact opposite of Halo. Right. Because the sticky grenades in Halo make a big boom. Yes. <laughs> but if you nail someone with it... It's a kill. It's almost a guaranteed kill. Yeah. Um, the second grenade is same thing. It's one of those scatter grenades. But it seems like it's a little more useful. It seems like just about everybody has those except for the Titan. Yeah. 
What what what's that? The the when you throw the grenade, it scatters into a bunch of yeah, little things that track. Yeah. And then the third grenade, which I haven't unlocked yet, so I can't talk about it, um, is an arc grenade that when you toss it out, does arc damage that yep. links from one enemy to another. That's cool. That sounds like it would be really good for crowd control, especially yes. especially on a bunch of thralls. Because here's the thing: is that gunslinger is awful for crowd control. Right. That build just sucks for crowd control right. because you're not f- when there's a swarm of like thirty thralls coming at you. You're and not going to be, f- and that does happen occasionally. Oh God, yes. Uh, you're not focusing on getting headshots on each of the thralls. You're just like, oh fuck, they're getting right up in my grill, and there's too many for me to keep meleeing. Yeah, I've been killed by a swarm of level eight thralls. Oh yeah, because they just they got around me and I couldn't get away, and they just kept swinging at me, and I couldn't kill them fast enough. Right, because I didn't have my super, I didn't have my nade. Right. It was just that's yeah. why when I was playing with Dave, he was happy to have me for those moments with it's my a Titan bad super. scene. So Blade Dancer is is unique in that Blade Dancer gets invisibility. Right. Um, and it's not it's not active camo invisibility. It is legitimate invisibility, invisibility, which I think it might even take you off the radar. It probably does because they've they've snuck up on me a few times. Um, but one thing is that it also completely obscures your HUD. Right. So for the person playing it, yeah. so I when I engage my invisibility, my HUD disappears. So I don't see my health. I don't see my radar. I don't see. So it is very much a. Yeah, give and be get. smart about it. Yeah. Do you see your gun? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. That's all that really matters. Um, and then you can get a boost for your melee that deals extra damage if you shank someone from behind. Right. Which is standard MMO fare for a rogue. Right. Right. It's the backstab. So, but the special of Blade Dancer is fantastic for crowd control. It's Basically fantastic the, for just about anything. Yeah. 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 Well. It, <laughs> Well, it's fantastic for killing six people no, 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 on a ton well, of hold PvP. On. Hold on. Here, here's the important thing about the Blade Dancer special. Is Blade Dancer does not have the same movement capabilities as Gunslinger. Right. It does not have triple jump. Also, you go third person when you activate the special. And your and while your lateral like ground-based movement is boosted, your ability to jump is severely hindered. So if you are above me, you can just rain fucking fire down on me, and I can't do jack shit. Or you can snipe the crap out of me, because I don't have access to my guns while it is active. Right. But... It also makes me a huge glowing target. But... But the beauty of it is is that it charges my melee attack with, with glowing awesome light, <laughs> and it lets me inst- dash, like... Like you know, anime style, like yep. quick dash in front of enemies and shank them, and or play or humans. Yep, and there's a power up that extends the duration every time I kill an enemy, and and there's other power ups like say that let me damage everything in a circle around me, and and it's <laughs> and it has damage resistance. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I have not noticed that. You w- you wouldn't unless you were playing Crucible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because. I was trying to bait you into that for like three minutes. No, no, because I have maybe, I don't know, maybe it's only been uh, after the update that came down like yesterday, but I, they tweaked it. I haven't faced a hunter in Crucible since the update, so I can't, right. I can't say for sure. Because I only, I think I only unlocked it after the update. 
because it's... But I have noticed that I take damage like a bitch when yeah. I have it active. Because I don't have my radar. See, and I could... I don't have a, mail, a ranged weapon. I could punch a low health blade dancer like red bar mm-hmm. instead of uh, in crucible which is essentially i think it's like half health yeah which uh should be a kill uh nine ti- 99.999% yeah. of the time unless there's lag that should be a kill blade dancer uh using it super no you do I, about uh another quote half of the bar whenever i think about the blade dancer i think about one particular moment that i had in pvp yep. which was uh it was one literally literally one opponent and about five of us in this this enclosed space it's oh that's the worst place to find a blade dancer it's, 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 it's you are boned from the beginning it's, it's 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 in the um it's one of the it's that map on mars a meridian bay with the spinning thing in the middle bastion no no you're thinking of white something that's I think the called. moon and it's called anomaly no it's not that one it's it's firebase delphi no it, it, it's like white something or other or, some, or riot or something it's it's the one where it's got like in the middle of the map. It's got like this this um no that's circular ba- yeah platform. that's Bastion that's Bastion oh Bastion okay well in Bastion there's a place where uh, there's like an indoor area is it Bastion I don't think so what, what no Bastion matter? is the uh, Bastion is the the uh, the bigger map on Mars yeah. that I hate right it, this, this is the one that it's just it, it's it's pretty small uh, it's got the spinning thing and it's got the thing in the middle where you can jump onto the yeah yeah I know what you're talking there's about. there's an indoor area where it's like sort of like darker mm-hmm. in there well we were all in there. And the guy just initiates his ability, and we're all raining hellfire on this this dude. He literally goes through and just kills all five right. of us. Just well, the other thing is that hell- you're also dealing with lag, and he yeah. is moving super fast yeah, yeah. in a lag environment. Um, the other thing too is I I noticed well I haven't noticed, but I know someone who has told me that it now lasts not nearly as long after the update. Like, right, they severely reduce the amount of time it takes. Yeah. Um, well, when you think but about it's... it, it was it was it was already a long, a long standing ability, mm-hmm. and it got longer with every kill. Right. <laughs> the other thing, and it kills mind, in one hit. The other, not always. PVP it does. In PVP, just about everything kills in one hit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing too is to bear in mind that until that point, so until like level sixteen, yep. hunters have no goddamn way to deal with crowd control. Right. At all. Because we have the worst grenades in the game. Right. And our builds are for precision damage, not laying waste to a swarm of 30 enemies. Right. We have nothing to deal with crowd control until like level 16 or 17 even. Once you get Blade Dancer and enough XP to actually unlock that super. Right. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not indicting the class. I just think, I just think it was not designed well for PvP. Yeah. But to continue. Right. So the, that's the important thing is that it is Hunter's one of their four possible builds Yep. is okay, for is good for crowd control. Right. Yep. One of four. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, four, four builds that you've come up with. I'm sure there's some... Right. Oh, there's, a, there's an almost infinite number of yeah. builds because there's an almost infinite number of skill combinations. Yeah, but, but, I, but I, what I'm saying is there's probably somebody who's thought of something like genius that we haven't seen. Like, for instance, Apachirisu winning at the World Championship. Right. Something silly like that. Or even even just uh, simple combinations like... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to use another Pokemon metaphor, but... 
Um, I don't know. About I'm sure. This. I don't I'm know sure about this Pokemon as, thing, but I really want to hear about it after the spoiler cast. Yeah, is over. there's. Um, oh, after. Yeah, there's. Uh, there's. There's got to be somebody who, in the next couple of weeks, is going to find these excellent, quote unquote, best builds that they just know how to perfectly use. Right. So I, the, I'm just, I'm just saying that for the people who are listening, that there's not just four builds. There's probably other idea that not probably there are other ideas right. of how to build and them. It's just four that probably, Tristan's thought mind, of. Probably but, at this point, yeah. No one has probably fully unlocked. Well, someone probably has by now. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee no it. But the vast majority of players have not maxed out both subclasses. Right. Yep, I'm all, I'm actually about half done Sunsinger already. Right. So, there's still a whole slew of abilities and potential builds that a lot of people haven't even discovered. The most exciting thing about the classes is that there's an empty square. Yep. Yes! Next to the other two subclasses. And I know what it's for. Uh, or I can guess what it's for. If you notice, looking at your, um, your classes, you might not notice this because you, um, because we've only played one class in general. But if you look, the three elements of the game, solar, void, and arc, yep. generally the pictures for the class are not a picture for the class. They're a picture of the energy that it specializes in. Yep. For instance, I believe the gunslinger is... Gunslinger does incendiary damage. Okay, like so the gunslinger is solo. Yep, solar. solar. The, uh, the void is walker is void. Yep, blade and dancer is arc. the titan is going to be arc. Okay. So there's three right there. Yep. And then they switch for the second class. Which is void for me. And solar for me, and it's arc for you. Yep. So, so my I guess have is no that void the, class. My guess is that the third subclass is going to be the the third uh, element. element for so each solar. Three three class. Yeah, cool. which is, uh, I think that's an elementary uh, deduction. Yeah, because yeah, it's also going to provide something new to the table. But I'm still excited yep. that they've left space to tease us. Oh yeah, yeah, that we will one day, hopefully soon, have another subclass. I wonder if it's something that's going to pop up when. Uh, you hit like a certain level, like if you hit, because there, I've seen uh, a level twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not seen a level twenty-eight yet. Yeah, uh, I assume that level twenty-eight is up there because there are level twenty-eight There's events. Level 27. Yeah, yeah. Originally, it was reported that the 26. highest level in the game was twenty-six. Uh, I saw level twenty-seven last night, and I can confirm it. Yep. Um, basically, how the game works, uh, we didn't really talk about this in detail. There are twenty actual levels. Mm. And then the gear you get adds light to your character. Which improves your effective level. Yeah, and essentially what a light does is it makes you more powerful against higher level enemies. Right. It's also a good way to gauge how good your equipment is. Right. The more light you have, the better you are. Right. Um, It's just science. So, yeah. Well, so it's if this is a 26 level, effective level 26 strike... And you're effective level 22, you know that your gear is not going to be up for the task. Right. And I don't think they would let you in that unless you had a fire team leader that was a dick. Right. Because uh, I think generally the rule of thumb is two levels lower. Yeah. Right. But um, did you, uh, keep going about the hunter. I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. Yeah. So basically with Blade Dancer, you've got two possible builds. Yeah. You've got a stealth build, which focuses on going invisible, stabbing things in the back, and, and attaching sticky grenades. Yep, or totally melee centric about right. getting your getting your super ready, getting yourself to the point where you can survive to get close enough to unleash your super. Yep, and then having it go for as long as and get the most out of and it. I, and I'll tell you right now that second one is the most popular, by far. Mm-hmm. I've seen people who try to who have the stealth equipped, but they don't use it in the fashion that you're describing. So they're not using it right. Right. 
Yeah. They use it to run right up to people and stab them once. And yep. if they use it correctly, oh my fucking god, we'd be yeah. in hell. Yeah. It would be like be, it would be like a spy match. in TF2. Yeah, it's going to be here's a control match. Let me crouch. Get my invisibility. I'm just going to hang out at this control point. Oh, look. Here comes someone trying to cap it. Yep. Especially, especially if it's true. His back, I'm going to sticky yeah. grenade his buddy and then <laughs> blink stab his and then blink stab him in the back. Especially, especially if I'm if I'm right and I'm again I'm not 100 percent sure if I'm right that he gets removed from the radar when he's invisible. I I would imagine so. Otherwise, you could just yeah. use the radar to pinpoint and just spray and break. Well, it's been a thing in the Halo games for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, not for a while. In Reach, when they first introduced the armor abilities in uh, yep. loadouts, the active camo would jam the radar so that right. there were a lot of di- dots, mm-hmm. but you knew that there was somebody close with active camo. Uh, and Halo 4 did the same thing until it uh, got 3 4 three What they did, and I'm just going to put this in as an aside, what they did was they made it so that in the prestige classes... You unlocked an ability that made it so that when you used active camo, you disappear. You disappeared from radar, mm-hmm. which is just in in Halo, in the sandbox of Halo, just doesn't work. Right. But then we look at something like TF2, right. which has a which has spy and has no radar whatsoever. Yeah, and the spy is also low health. Right. And I think you can sort of see it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, if you get really close right you can see it but it's but usually if you're really close he's about to he's, you're, you're yeah. already dead and yeah. you can yeah. sort of see it in halo 2 mm-hmm. uh halo 4 rather it's but he's got a telltale shimmer yeah but it's it's um it's a different sandbox world yeah. because everybody has the same amount of health so that extra second where that invisible asshole can get the jump on you could mean life or death Yep. And it's just completely unbalanced, and I don't know how it got past quality testing. But that's my soapbox for the day. Yep. And in other news, so, w- hey, we've talked about Smash Brothers, and we've talked about Halo 4. <laughs> so, we've met our quota. And here's here's what I can say from my limited time playing Crucible, because I haven't really played much, is that it seems like all the classes are OP in their own special way. Yep. Yes. And it is up to the players figure out how best to use their class i will tell you right now get good noobs in my in my opinion and i, I preface this by saying my opinion the most overbalanced class in terms of usability is the hunter hands down mm-hmm. it is so easy to use compared to the other two especially in pvp uh where even with the golden gun uh there are two playlists where it's three on three that is means the golden gun if you are halfway competent shooting it is going to wipe entire teams and the problem with the the, the thing with the, ma- the way the maps are especially designed, especially with the fact that the radar is always on right and the thing with the maps too is that you're usually in a pretty good position with the hunter the way the maps are designed yeah if you're in a smaller map with closer quarters there's still these hallways and your golden gun shines Yep. If you're playing a larger map, they are much larger, and then you have your sniper. You have your hunter with precision damage sniping. Yep. Um, and of course, you know, then they'll equip it with a shotgun or something like that in the reserve, and now they're OP. Well, they can't have a shotgun and a sniper at the same time, except oh, for true. that thing. Except yeah. for that universal remote we were talking about earlier. But. Well, and hopefully, eventually, we'll get into a hunter versus hunter, spy v. spy, Cold War, where it'll be golden guns 
hunters versus invisibility hunters. Right. Yep. Who and can get our spe- who can get our super off first? Right. And the thing about Draw, it, Pilgrim. Because you can't chat unless you're in a full party, a full fire team and multiplayer. Because you can't really chat effectively with your team, you're typically going to find yourself in a situation where it's scatterbrained and people are everywhere. Yep. Which is, another, it's, which is another way yeah exactly another <laughs> way another reason why the hunter is it's such a perfect lone wolf class right um right. it's not like for instance it doesn't the lone wolf hunting alone the warlock is so dependent on dealing damage over time mm-hmm. um it's not really it it needs help from teammates right. more often than not right the pro- um it, and the titan is semi-similar yep um I guess. I mean, you can keep on going. The problem with the Titan is that, um, especially the Striker class, the Defender's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, the problem with the Striker class is that it is so dependent on getting close to people for all of its one-hit kill moves. Right. The problem is all of the other people you're playing against also have one-hit kill moves. Right. <laughs> so by the time you get near them, you're dead. The charge right. move, which we didn't talk about, I know you mentioned with the titan allows you to dash and once you've been dashing long enough you start going really fast and then you can melee and he goes gl- flying you know yeah. like 10 feet in front of him to punch somebody really really hard the problem with that is i've tried it twice in multiplayer and in both cases i left my face wide open to a, gu- uh, a golden gun or some like a warlock yep. super or whatever it was and i died before i even got there and don't don't get us wrong the supers all kill in one hit yes it, even the titan supers like yeah. if, you know if i if i catch and, and that's where it's good. If, I, if and it's actually kind of hilariously overpowered, is yeah. if you are playing like a control or a mission where it just so happens that the entire team's standing together, and I get the drop on somebody with a titan. Yeah, it's goodbye. The same thing with, same I just thing killed with the five people in one with one button press. Mm-hmm. Yep, and the warlock is the same thing. Yeah, I yeah. will say that the warlock's super is a little slow, mm-hmm. but I still have never seen it dodged when it was aimed properly. Right, right, right. I've missed a few times yeah. because I couldn't make my decision between two enemies. And I, and I ended up deciding to try to get them both, which was a mistake. But yeah, that's the thing with the hunter supers is that yeah. even if I get the drop on someone, I still need to be able to aim. I still need to be able to get close enough and plan yeah. out my my blade dance. I still these are in the end, these it. are minor. These are minor issues because of how fast the blade dancer is, right? And because of just how powerful the golden gun is, and it's still fairly easy to aim. You right. still have to aim it, but it is quite easy, right? But it's not like I can just, with a single two-button press, take yeah. out an entire enemy squad. Right. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with a Warlock, it's, oh, hey, they're all bunched up. Huh, huh. Yeah. Same, thing with, team the, same thing with the Titan, yeah. Right, right. And the so Titan the, actually has an ability later on that it uses a shockwave as well. Yeah. yeah. Which, and actually, I, what I've noticed, and I don't know if this is just because I felt more powerful, but I noticed that if you actually get the, if you actually use the... Um, is super from high up in the sky, and you come f- crashing down on people. I'd notice. I think the shockwave is a little bit bigger. The natural shockwave is a little bit bigger for the. So you can like just go. You could use lift, go like fifty feet in the air, and just go. You can Super Mario enemy. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I I will say this. I am not frustrated by warlocks facing them in PvP. Mm-hmm. I'm always frustrated by titans that just. I round the corner and they had their super ready and they just blast me. Yep. Or I'm frustrated by hunters who have their super and are just the damage resistance coupled with the speed is just too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've like I said I've hit them with melee attacks that should kill them normally, but the damage resistance saves yep. them. Uh, the golden gun I can dodge two out of three shots sometimes. Yeah. 
but I usually the third shot will catch. And me. that's just the thing is that yeah. these, as you were saying, like you have to self to aim it, but the maps are so confined in many cases, unless yeah. they're wide open, they're so confined. The, it's like the one, of the one other... map that you might be able to escape the golden gun effectively on, besides maybe Bastion on Mars, the only other map that's fairly large There's some is huge um, uh, the moon base. Yeah. That one is... Gigantic. Yeah. Although I have been sniped by the golden gun on that map, and yeah. it made me rage yeah. quite a bit. Right. Right. Which at that point was just a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> but um, And the other thing about PvP that I found... Is that the, because the radar is always on, mm-hmm. the shotgun and fusion rifle, which are both one-hit kills, if you get them right, reign supreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the snipers, yes, there are very few good ones. I don't understand how they can be because the one sniper rifle that I've used in PvP uh, is very jumpy and very unstable, mm-hmm. I found. Although yeah. I did just get an upgrade that increased the stability, so it might be better now. Um yeah, your stability determines roughly how much recoil you get with each shot. Yeah, but I, I've I've sh- and this is probably also uh, I get slight lag when I play shooters, like just slight enough that it annoys me. Mm-hmm. So I'll be sh- aiming at somebody's head and I'll fire, and either the bullet is slower than I expect it to be, or uh, I don't know what the issue is, but I swear I hit them in the head and it'll catch the shoulder. Um, yeah. and that seems to happen quite a bit with the sniper rifle that I've been using. So, but the game itself, right now, is about shotguns and fusion rifles right. and supers. And yep. I've and I've said before th- is that the multiplayer feels very Activision. Yeah. Yes. It feels super Call of Duty-ish, where what? a few shots will take you out. And what's funny about right. it is the weapons quickly. and the movement are very Halo. So right. it's like you have yeah. this sort of like weird mix where it's right. Like I think slow. That's where I think the problem super was. Fast. It, so it's like you're you're jumping like fifty feet in the air, and you know you you're kind of moving slower than like in a Call of Duty. You're not spreading yep. as hard as you would, but but now everything kills you in one hit. Also, right. as feels... far as primary weapons go, there's really only one that's really viable. One assault class. rifle. The assault. The auto rifle, rifle is really only yeah. yeah because if you miss with the scout rifle, you're dead. If you miss with the hand cannon, you're dead. If <laughs> yeah. you miss with the pulse rifle with any of the burst, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But, it, it feels like. They t- it feels like Halo made a game, and then Activision took that game and tried to cram it into Call of Duty. Right. Yeah. And not not that I not that I dislike this multiplayer, which is odd because I hate Call of Duty, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it's because it's a Bungie skin on it. Maybe because I know Bungie's behind it largely. Right. It feels it feels like Bungie did not have as much input on the multiplayer. Yeah. It it feels to me like it like I said like it's a weird fit. Like they, they built one game and then tried to cram it into another game. Yeah. Yep. It's also it's also weird that right now there are only four game types. Yes. And they're all very similar. There's a six v six deathmatch, there's a three v three deathmatch. There's a there's a six, six, versus six versus there's a free for all deathmatch. And then there's one one objective game type, which there, is there's another there's another game type. Um, there's salvage. That was just this weekend. Yeah. It's it was only this weekend. Oh seriously? Gone. Yep. Oh wow! Maybe they'll um, bring it back, but for now, I, they should because uh, it's uh, it's achievement linked. Yep. Believe it or not. So, I mean, if they don't bring it back, then people aren't going to be able to get achievements. And that's maybe it. so. Maybe it'll just be on the weekends. Probably. But um, having said that, uh, I still enjoy Crucible a lot. I find that if I don't go with my friends, I do shittily. 
<laughs> which is part and parcel for the warlock, I suppose. And again, no, you know what I think it's part and parcel with is what I was saying earlier is that you just there's no communication. <laughs> so yeah. it's just Well, what I'm saying is part and parcel for the warlock because I'm I'm dependent oh, right, right, right. 90% of the time oh, yeah, on other yeah, people yeah. to finish e- the kill. Exactly. <laughs> so when you're playing multiplayer, you're talking, "Oh, there's a guy over here, watch your back." Yeah. Um, or, you know, we should both go in here. When you play with single player because the communication is so bad, yeah. it's just literally just you screaming at people. I'm actually going to steer the conversation very briefly, hopefully, okay. in the um, in the direction, based, piggybacking off what you said, of what online gaming on consoles has kind of become. Yeah. Um, since Xbox 360 uh, added the party system, yeah. uh, communication in online games has died. Right, mm-hmm. which I'm uh, just now noticing as finally getting in and playing another multiplayer game. Yeah, uh, it's been a while since I played online because I just don't usually find it fun. And this and this is something that came from Halo Three. Mm-hmm. This is something that came from Call of Duty, that is just a result of lobbies of people that shouldn't be playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about twelve year olds playing M seventeen plus game yeah, rated games, yeah, yeah. Um, or we're just talking, talking like sailors, or we're just talking about. Uh, generally unlikable sorts. Yeah, people that uh, like the the that gentleman you don't that, want screaming at you over your sound system. Yep, yeah, like the um, like the gentleman who used his MLG rank in Halo Three to prove to uh, prove to me that I don't know about Halo. I told him uh, I f- I forget how the argument started, but I told him that um, that the sh- that host connection host gets an advantage specifically with the shotgun because it works better at when you're the host common sense he argued with me that that was not the case and that he had been playing halo for years and that, that he'd never noticed that and i said well it's true it is absolutely 100 percent true and he said well look at my mlg rank and i said oh dear god in heaven uh look at my epeen yeah but uh, it's just it's just the way online gaming has sort of evolved recently to become more individualistic. Remember remember Penny Arcade's internet theory of douchebaggery. Normal person plus audience plus total anonymity equals total douchebag. Yep. Um, and I and I've been I've been reported for trash talking before because I sometimes I get really into a game. Yeah, and you're just like, yes, I finally got a kill on you, you goddamn ass. Yeah. But it's just, even when I'm in the game, um, like the other day I was playing Destiny alone doing bounties and nobody had a mic plugged in. Yeah. And I had my mic plugged in and I just muted it and I just sat there because nobody wants to talk to anybody else anymore at this point. Well, I think at least on PlayStation 4, um, I believe general chat is disabled. Yeah. But you have automatic chat on anyone in your fire team. Which your fire team should include the crucible. Right. Yeah. But it but they, Or they just didn't have their mics plugged in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure they right. didn't have their mic plugged in. Because I've, I've, I've seen people with their mics plugged in before. Mm-hmm. But when I was in a party and I didn't care. Right. Um, but it's just... It's what's become of online gaming, especially on console. I think on PC, people are more apt to communicate. Yeah. Right. Well, you've got Skype and you've got... You've got Skype. You've got uh, TeamSpeak. Right. Yeah. The, the, last, the last time I played an online shooter this much... I'm not even kidding. Like, it sounds hilarious and it's true. Yeah. Last time I played a shooter this much online, or w- planned to play a shooter this much online, was Battlefield 2. 
and that was 64 player battles or whatever 32 on 32 with an actual line of command where you had where you had a where you had an actual commander who didn't do anything except watch the map and talk to the generals and then you had generals talking to the little squadrons it was yeah it was hilarious um it was so structured now i go into this and it's just a bunch of people running around shooting each other but here's the weird thing is that despite not having their mics plugged in there is actually a lot of communication between players, just non-verbal communication. Yeah, most of it is teabagging and dancing when they kill you. Yeah. Or, well, I'm, again, not talking Crucible, yeah. but but I have seen some very well-coordinated stuff going on in co-op, in strikes and stuff. Yep. The, without, uh... without any verbal communication, utilizing the points, the waves, That's and then at the end, just dance parties! That's a little and, bit easier. Uh, and the um, the random events as well. Right. Yeah. That's a little bit easier in, since they're con- condensed, they're confined, and you sort of know the pattern of how it's going to work. And the yeah, enemies right. aren't as smart. <laughs> yeah. They just stand there. You Are know? you implying that video game characters aren't as smart as people on the internet? Right. Because... There are some very dumb people on yes, the internet. Yes, there are. <laughs> I, just, like, I, I know, like, every like time... Like, I need a Sarkeesian. And pro- it comes full circle. The problem the, the problem I have, too, is it starts you with control, and control is, like, the most organized game mode that you can possibly imagine. It's and the, you can get some teammates that yeah. all they want to do is kill. Yeah. Or, no. The, it's like, if you're here, see, if that's what you want to do, go to deathmatch. Well, to be fair, they might not have it unlocked. That's the problem, is that control is the first game mode. So you can't do anything except control when you start. So it's just a bunch of people running around. Oh, this one's this one's not uh, lost. Let me run to that one. Well, no, now nobody's protecting this. And I'm standing here yeah. by myself <laughs> getting shot in the face. And there's yeah. lots and lots of trading. Like, you'll take A and they'll take C. Or... Yeah, so it's like, but instead of coordinating, I'll keep hold, hold C and this my friend will stand over here invisible, nading somebody and stabbing somebody else in the back. It's just, oh, all six of us, let's go over to B. It just got captured. Oh, and then the other team's like, well, let's go to A. That just got captured. And it's just this like spiral of yeah. just stupidity. Yep. That's why and, think... and then you'll have the raffle stomp games. Yeah. Right. <laughs> where the other team is just so inept that it hurts you. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the other thing, though, is that Bungie.net, which is what your characters are all tied to, has built-in support for clans. Right. Yep. So I think clan play is going to be super important because those are people who are actually going to talk to each other. And I've seen two clans so far. Yeah, I've only yeah. seen one. I've only seen one person with an actual clan tag. Yeah, that's what I'm telling. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. I've seen one person alone with his clan tag. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah I noticed that. And uh, I saw two people uh, in a clan together in Crucible. And I saw, and I have one friend who joined a clan with a coworker. This message brought to you by Three Headed Boy Destiny Clan, which isn't up yet. We have a group. We have a group. We don't. I have need a to clan. figure out how to make a clan. It's it should be self-explanatory, but it's just something that we need to sit down and do. Yeah. Um, but I that's that's all my thoughts on Crucible. Yeah, I, so I, I imagine that. Also, bear in mind, by the time we're recording this, this game is only like two weeks old. No, it's not even. It's one, week, one old. week old. Oh, that's true. So it, just it feels has, like two weeks and because, and and because we've been playing it nonstop. And there's already been a patch, and we don't know what the patch did because we we haven't looked at the patch notes. Right. Is this game is is a week old? Yep. Stuff will evolve. People will come up with counters. Yep. Right now it's still v- very early. And that's part of it. That's part of it too because originally I was annoyed by the golden gun. Mm-hmm. And now I'm annoyed by the blade dancers yeah. cuz the people with the golden gun have moved on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here here's what you'll do though. 
what we'll eventually see those we'll see people who activate blade dance who then get sniped by golden guns right like it will come full circle i'm i'm curious right now um because of the damage resistance if the, if it's still active i wonder if the golden wind would actually kill the blade dancer in one hit it, i would uh, well it's also it's also i think you would assume it would i would assume it would mm-hmm. it's also important to note that right now because it is a week old Everybody just moved on to their first subclass. Yeah. So yep. everybody wants to, I don't want to be a striker. I was just a striker for a week. I yeah. want to be the defender. Yep. So now I'm the defender. Now everybody's a blade dancer. Yep. But after a couple of weeks, everybody's going to settle into their positions. Right. You know, I had... And a, then we're going to get the people who get it for Christmas, and they're going to... Oh, there's going to be so many noobs. It'll be like when TF2 went free to play, and my kill-death ratio shot up into a glorious range, because there were just noobs everywhere it was fantastic or or like um or like when halo reach went is going free to play this month (laughs) and i'm gonna go back to it i'm gonna do some mean things (laughs) (laughs) it's like where did they where did you find rockets on this map i'm not telling you (laughs) (laughs) so if any of you are in the crucible and you're with a buddy and one of you gets sticky and the other gets shanked in the back you'll know it was me (laughs) (laughs) but um i think uh I mean, it's 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 one of the things about multiplayer games. Like for the, like, I noticed it. It was the most extreme in Modern Warfare Two for me, where it, the first couple weeks that the game was out, it was the M sixteen, mm-hmm. right? The the three shot burst that essentially killed in I think two hits, maybe one. Um, then it became the javelin glitch, which you know basically turned you into a walking bomb yep um, hey buddy give me a no go no stay away. well as long as you didn't kill the javelin glitcher he didn't explode but the problem yeah. was they built they kitted themselves out for melee so if you didn't kill them they would they... just knife you yeah <laughs> um so then they fixed that and then it became the akimbo shotguns and which is unless they're like hand shotguns or sawed off shotguns is stupid well they were sawed off shotguns but they were still like you could yeah. kill people from 40 yards with them it was ridiculous um and then after that it went back to the m16 and the famas and stopping power and it's kind of it, it that's when i i had stopped playing not long after that but the, these big swings in the meta game are just especially with loadout games mm-hmm. it doesn't happen in halo as much because it was a it was a it was an arena based shooter but in in destiny we're gonna see it because it's it has those loadouts right. we're gonna see swings in the meta game mm-hmm. right all right so just in the interest of time to kind of yeah we gotta wrap this up this wrap is, it up yeah. uh, i gotta get home and play destiny yeah um i do want to discuss quickly uh what your thoughts are of the ending and because that's the last thing we wanted to touch right. upon and what the um sort of the implications are what you think is going to happen yeah. and some theories things like that okay so basically the ending in a nutshell is you take care of the Vex God, which has been draining power away from the Traveler. And uh, they are also planning on hollowing out Mars and turning it into a machine. Like they've apparently Imp- done to Mercury? Uh, I thought they implied that they did it to Venus. But I could be wrong. Because the Vex are first seen on I Venus. I was taking a piss, yeah. so I don't know. Um, I believe was in that they. I believe the Vex have completely taken over Mercury at this point. Yeah. Um. But they were in the process of doing that to everything. Right. Um, 
So you, you, you kill off the Vex God, which has been draining power from the Traveler, and the Traveler can now begin to start healing. Yep. And one of the it's it's also one of the first things you learn in the game. In the game, the speaker tells you that essentially the traveler is dead. Right. Um, although dead is kind of a very that is not dead, turn. which can eternal lie, and with strange eons, even death may die. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm pretty sure the word that would more aptly describe that situation is dormant. Yeah. Um, but the speaker uses the word dead, so for all intents and purposes, I guess the traveler's dead. Right. Long live the traveler. Right. So at the end of where we currently the are... The end of the episode... I'm sorry. So at the end of where we currently are in Destiny, you have defeated a Vex God, people are celebrating, travelers starting to heal, and your exo-huntress waifu... Who hint- we only know as the stranger. As the stranger. Hints that there is more and nastier shit out there. Not to mention, she gives you a rifle that says parts of it shouldn't exist yet. Yeah. Which is, um, and she can teleport and go as much as a Vex. Um, and the last mission takes place in the teleport of area where you teleport in time, I think, right? Yeah, it says it's outside the known areas of space and time. Yeah. So there's no telling what you actually did. Right. Um... So, my guess is where things are going to go from here is they'll probably add Mercury, and it'll the next big story arc will probably be... So, the first story arc was reviving the Traveler. Or it's, at least or at least putting it in position where it Putting it in position where it could revive. The second story is probably going to be taking back the system. Yep. Is taking the fight to the enemy. And Moss. And reclaiming areas. Right. And then the third part... And the second part will probably also deal a bit more with the stranger and like who her bosses is, who who her bosses are, who the nine are, stuff like that, who some of these shadowy figures are, stuff going on with the reef. Because remember, and Bungie has said this will be a trilogy or right. something along those lines. And remember that during the reef, the queen of the awoken had fallen at her side, that were hers. Yep. Which seems kind of weird. So maybe we'll get into that and some of these other Well, we will get into that in, in about two seconds when I talk about the fan theory. Right. And then, and then the third chunk will probably be dealing with that out there, resolving everything having to do with the Traveler, stuff like that. Yeah, because she also hints very heavily that there are things out beyond the scope so, of the game. Right. Um, Going on and... Something, uh, I guess I guess the best analogy to that would be the Reapers in Mass Effect. Right. That are out in dark space. Right. So the third chunk will probably see us leaving the solar system. Right. Which, I wonder if our choice of ship will matter from the first game. Oh my god, I want them to bring in, like, ship combat. Or yeah. flying, or something like that. Because, dear god, my ships are so gorgeous and I want to actually fly around in them. So uh, I guess current... I, I guess it should go into the. the oh, and my current theory. ship, the Fangs oh, yeah. of Nyx, is loaded out with guns. You can just see them right. all over this thing. I'm like, I really want to fire those at something. So um, I guess it should go into the fan theory that I've been go into that, that fan theory. Um, I heard about this the other day, and there's some credence to it. It would um, definitely be a very bungee thing to do. 
Uh, it's also because because I found myself looking for a twist when mm-hmm. I saw you playing the end, and when I played the end myself, I was waiting for a all oh, the speakers actually the bad guy. I was waiting for a the stranger is this person, the stranger is playing you to destroy the vex for this reason. I was waiting for a twist. I was especially with how bland the combat looked because, like I said, it didn't look very entertaining. I was yeah. waiting for a twist. Um, for the final boss fight. Yeah. So what this theory says. And I'll start with the the big overarching umbrella conclusion, is that the guardians are the bad guys, and that the traveler is not the benevolent thing we think it is. That the traveler is essentially a conquering god that bends the universe to its will, or finds races that have potential and molds them into weapons. Right, and some of the basis for this is um, uh, some of it's anecdotal. A lot of and a lot of it's circumstantial. As I'm trying to reposition myself, yeah. Um, the first anecdotal, um, the first an- piece of anecdotal, and the first piece of evidence is anecdotal. I haven't seen it myself, but apparently, if you sneak up on a fallen soldier, and you sneak up close enough, and they spot you, they will shout the darkness at you. Um, which I haven't seen yet. Which yeah. is impl- neither have I. Yeah. I. I've heard tell of it. Again, anecdotal. No idea how true it is. Um, the next piece of evidence is circumstantial. Mm-hmm. The names of the classes. You're fighting wizards, knights, um, you know, traditional RPG good guys. Mm-hmm. You're playing as warlocks, titans, and hunters. <laughs> Attack um, on the titan class. Not to mention, um, there's a uh, there's another piece of evidence in the grimoire. Well, oh, also, the Vex use stuff from Greek mythology. Right. Minotaurs, Hydras, and the Titans are the big bads of Greek mythology. Right. And uh, let's see. Uh, there, there's a piece of anecdotal evidence. I believe it's either a flavor text for a weapon or a, or an entry in the grimoire that says uh, it's it's talking about something that a ghost said, mm-hmm. something like your little companion, um, something about you are not of the traveler. You are something that is dead. You are of the darkness. Something along those lines. Uh, there's also uh, Vanguard equipment text. Um, I think it's for like one of the cloaks that is we are an army of the chosen dead. Yep, or something like that. Because you are dead. Yep, you've been dead. You have for been dead a for long a time. long time, and your ghost brings you back. Right, like using your DNA or something reconstitutes you. Yep, and it's it's this really like sticky situation. Because you don't think about it when it's happening, right? And then these fan theories come up, and you go. Mm. I don't want to be the bad guy. And it also makes a certain degree right. of sense because I believe the first time you meet the stranger, she's yes. talking about good you and evil. You have potential. Yeah. Oh, no, I believe the first thing she says to you is, you have potential. Not a lot of potential, but some. And she says they awoken straddle the line between light and darkness, and then yep. she immediately steps on a vex neck. Yeah. Um, plus, there's the whole fallen are with the awoken. Yeah, which is like... Um, which is why I think and the fact and the fact that they don't attack you on sight that they wait 
to see if you attack first. And yeah. since you don't attack, they leave you alone. Well, she also sort of waves him back. Yeah. Plus, that's the, one plus of the, reasons the Reef why... also looks like a pretty evil place. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why I think the Reef will start having submissions pretty yeah. soon. And and to, to quote a friend of mine, the quote-unquote X looks evil, uh, he said that is a that is a very popular trope in in Western fiction, and we should not fall for that. Wait, what trope? Uh, the the something something looks evil. It's it, many many different sources have turned that trope on its ear. Yeah. Um. Sp- most most of note right off the top of my head, a song of ice and fire. Yep. Um, with the hound. Yeah. Uh, getting into that morally gray area with him. Uh. And I can't think of anything else right off the top of my head, but that's the one that pops into my head right away. But it's it's an interesting theory. I kind of mm-hmm. hope it's not true. It'd be pretty cool. I don't want to be the bad guy. The thing Dan. is, there's also a lot of nice things. I mean, like you know, the well, van- vanguard points and the yeah. and the defender subclass. I mean, there's a lot of things you can pull into that aren't really bad. I don't know. And the the other thing is the also the Titans look um, just like. Um, uh, Spartans. Yeah. The um, which is another, might be another fan theory. The out focus there. on light versus darkness. Yeah. Right. But then again, we have light armor. Yeah. But then again, that could be again the and trope being light turned on it. Yeah. Light, 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 light. Which is little light. Which is a new thing that's coming in gaming too. We've we had Child of Light. We had Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light. We had yeah. Destiny with light and. <sighs> can I just can I just say the calling something the darkness. It sucks. Calling something the dark, so much better. Yeah. Although the darkness makes a lot more sense now that this this, this light motif has been established so well in the game. Yeah. Um. So calling it the darkness doesn't rub me the wrong way as much as it did no. originally. But still, calling it the dark is so much better. Yeah. Um. What's out there? The dark. And it, there's still so much mysteriousness in the game. Um. Yeah. The speaker. The stranger. What's up with the speaker? You know? And, and the traveler in general. We know so little about the true nature of the traveler. All we know yeah. is that it brought a golden age. And it fought the darkness on Mars and got it shit beat out of it. But held it off somehow. Right. Um, and we, we just know so little about the universe. I mean, the Grimoire cards could probably only reveal a little bit. Yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't gotten around to reading a whole lot of them. I, I do have a... Fairly I'm, large grimoire score, as you do, Tristan, yeah. as well. Um, something to look into on Bungie.net. If you have grimoire cards unlocked, you probably probably worth a you read. You probably have a whole bunch of them unlocked you haven't read. Yeah. I need to find more uh, dead ghosts. Yep. That's also another interesting part of the universe. Is why are there dead ghosts? Yep. Cool. I think that just about does it for this Um Many questions left to be answered. Many questions left. Please go back in. Uh, go to visit our website at threeheadedboy.com. You can check out more episodes of the spoiler cast where you spoil some of your favorite and most popular games out there, as well as some you might not have heard of, some indie titles as well. Yeah. Thomas was alone. I'm going to give that the shameless plug because I suggested that one. Yes, and that was a good episode. We'll also so see you, you in Destiny. We'll also see you in Destiny. Uh, I'm L3 Stone. You'll see me on Xbox One. You'll see me on PS4 as key-of-z. You'll see me on PS4 as El Tristo. All one word. <laughs> and Patrick doesn't choose to give out his. Yeah. Also, well, I mean, I, I mean, my gamer tag is the same as everything. Like 13 other things that I've done. Yeah. So. Um, also, feel free to join the Three-Headed Boy group for Bungie.net. 
I, really, um, I think we're going to do the spoiler cast. Clan might be a cool thing to do. Well, I, tried that in game, I tried that in Grand Theft Auto Five, and it didn't really work. I ended up with SPCW for Spoiler Crew, and everybody calls it Spew. Yeah. So I'm not going to name it this time. Yeah. I'm going to let somebody else HB, do that work. I think 3HB works. Yeah. 3HB, three-headed boy. Um, so we'll, hopefully we'll get a clan started too, which will you be a to, totally... You need to be careful because Anita Sarkeesian will call us misogynistic. Yeah. <laughs> three. It should be three-headed people. <laughs> Well, hey, if you can find a cute gamer chick who wants to join us, well, she doesn't have to be cute. But if we can find a gamer chick who wants to join How us, how misogynistic can you be in the last three <laughs> hey, minutes of this episode? Hey. <laughs> I'm very lonely. Right, <laughs> Check us out threeheadedboy.com, the spoiler cast. Uh, Tristan yeah. at youtube.com/slash/tbafilms. Though I haven't really posted anything there. We'll see we, a lot more be. of our stuff on Three Headed Boy soon. Although, yeah, we've we've got let's plays in the pipe. Yep. Ready to go. I've actually got a few episodes ready. Yep. I just have to get the rest of them. And we've got about ten more that just need to be edited. Yeah. And then we have well, one more. Well, I have to build the opening. Yeah. Once I built the opening, though, then it's easy. Then yeah. It's just drop it in. Yeah. Cut. Hence what, I, hence what I meant by the word editing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Editing LPs, if you're doing a full LP, is easy. Yep. You just have to cut the beginnings and the ends. If you're doing a Nerd Cube style or a JonTron style... Slightly or, more work, right? Because then uh, it's going through and just finding the good. I, bits. I say slightly with a with a bit of levity because uh, cutting is an art yep. when you're doing that kind of humor, which is why John Tryon and Nerdcube is so successful with it. But it's all about the timing. Yeah. Anyways, we've been talking for too long. Speaking of timing, yeah. Let's I gotta go play some Destiny. Come on, gotta play Destiny. Yep. Uh, peace, peace. What will grow crooked? You can't make straight.